Why don't you let the give us the squirt story? Oh yeah. Oh okay. So uh, <laughs> squirt story. I did make I did uh, make uh, Russ and me wait till the till the mics were on. Okay. Russ and I. All right. Whatever. Fuck you. Can we start the podcast here then, and not about the one showing my daughter porn, which is entirely not true? <laughs> well, do you, well, then you just you, brought it yeah, back d- up, shoes. Well, so. I'm just saying that it's better out of context. Wouldn't you rather have the? <laughs> It's just okay, we're gonna more entertaining there. No backstory. It'll leave people guessing. We'll you have to go to the Patreon we'll, we'll for put backstory. We'll the top of the story at the end of the, <laughs> right. of the episode. So well, that there way, we people go. Have, we'll people we'll, have build, to yeah, we'll yeah. put it on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. There's five bucks. We don't have Patreon. I do yeah. like Russ's idea of building it like a Coen Brothers or a Tarantino, or a Tarantino movie Tarantino where we just yeah. end it with the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like to do that. Start, oh yeah, that would be great. I'm going to do that. Totally, you should do that. All right, let's get to Squirt. All right, so I just got back from Pennsylvania. I go there... You know, I have family living in the uh, Pittsburgh and Indiana, Pennsylvania area. That's I've been going there my whole life. I was born in Pittsburgh. My mother's side of the family lives there. So now my daughter spends time with my mother, much like I did with my grandmother. It's kind of weird. Cool. But they have this delicious beverage down there. Like from when I was a little kid, it was a real, real treat when my grandparents would let us have one of these. They used to keep it down in their cold cellar which was basically a freakish room like the Red Room in Amityville Horror. (laughs) But it it remained cold all the time because it was deep in the basement and it had no windows or anything. So when they canned... Because it was full of ghosts. Well, yeah. Well, that's where they kept all the body parts. (laughs) Not all the parts, but most of the parts. Most of them, Well, the ones they didn't need. And uh, (laughs) so they'd go down and and they'd let us have uh, this delicious beverage called Squirt. Which it, it puts the squirt. Yeah. See in its now. Mouth. Now see back when this. I'm sure this when this came out, like in the 50s or 60s or whatever. It was just an innocent name that that, that evoked like it's a grapefruit soda, and that like you know when you cut into a grapefruit, it would squirt. <laughs> yeah, but now since everybody's got porn on their phone, when you say squirt, kind of like the kind you show your daughter all the time. Okay, we can just <laughs> just you know what you can just stop <laughs> referencing that now. Uh, you'll you'll get it. You'll hear it at the end, folks. Don't and uh, just so wait. when Big you payoff. say, "Hey, I got I, you guys want some squirt," and you know people are just like, "Oh my god," you know. And porn has really ruined the the name of this drink, I think. But it's delicious. I feel like I would say to my stuff. my friends, "Hey, you guys want a squirt?" Yeah, it'd be, it'd be hilarious. You want a cold squirt? Really Very knock them funny. dead with that one. And we're starting off this podcast great too. Guys. <laughs> well, we're gonna. I want to do my first sip of Mike's Shoe Squirt. Yeah, Luke made yeah. us start the podcast early. We, none of us were ready to go, and Luke was like, "Let's start recording." So he that pulled I can, out the squirt, so that I can. Yeah, he pulled out the squirt, yeah. and I got I got a flash of inspiration. I like to start these things like a good sitcom. I like a little stinger at the beginning, and then the intro. And yeah. that's why our podcasts are three hours long. <laughs> have a squirt. Come on, guys. Let's crack a squirt. It's delicious. Also good with vodka. When you mix it with vodka, they call it a sitter. Yeah, listen to that squirt. Ooh, a double yeah, squirt. Huh? Look at that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. First, first taste of the squirt. We're all having squirts. Cheers. Shoe. Cheers. Tink. Oh, I was late for the cheers. <laughs> oh, jeez. You left me hanging. You know what? I like it. You like it? I actually very much like this. I enjoy it. It's not That's super. Good. I wasn't it's sure like I was going to feel because grape- grapefruit can be hit or miss for me. Right. And I enjoy this. The only other grapefruit soda I know is like Fresca. It's got a good. It's got a, a little bit of a fresca taste, but it's better than a fresca. Yeah, it's sweeter. Yeah, it's it's really probably really bad for you, but it's. Delicious. We'll all have a little squirt of diarrhea in our pants. We'll by have the end of the, <laughs> you know what? I'll can. just have a little squirt. I'll just say it. Long may you young squirt positive podcast. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's very good. If this theme song doesn't make you squirt, then I don't. Okay. I don't know what will. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk. <laughs> Go in.
theme song ever. Ever. And it's better with a with a a cold squirt. <laughs> every Absolutely. every every episode goes better with a, a cold squirt. I'd, I'd say I'd agree I, with that. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to Long May You Young. It's the only Neil Young podcast where uh, myself, Mike Shu, and uh, Luke and Russ Condon uh, from the band Town Meeting uh, cover Neil Young's catalog. We cover uh, each album one episode at a time. And it's Almost one song at a time. I'm oh, realizing. yeah, we go through yeah. each song. Pretty much, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. kind of crazy. And, uh, also, I love that you uh, bring up town meeting every time. I do. I love wonder that. if that'll well, still be happening when we when we get down the line here. Well, you guys are in. Well, you know, you got to do your, your stuff first. Like I said in the last that's one, true. you got to do the double album, double live, true. rock opera, concept album, album with symphony orchestra. And then you guys can do whatever you want after that. Our but. next album cover will be like an Andy Warhol-style squirt can. <laughs> what do you think? I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. I will say yeah. this is making me feel feel a little bit better about Pittsburgh because we, ha- we have some yeah, odd we memories we of Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh. You didn't like Pittsburgh? Oh, it's no. such a great city. We used to go when we were younger. We would go on a brother's road trip, just me, him, and our younger brother. <laughs> Pittsburgh is the weirdest city we've ever been to. Really? It was we, really fucking weird. We, we, we what just was had a weird, weird about time, Pittsburgh? Dude. It was just weird. It, all right, so first of all, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to we'll get to this. yeah, we're we going to cover story, we're going to cover yeah. on the I'll, beach. I'll give you the a today, bridge, but a I got to I got to find out what's weird about my birth so city here. Our road trips, we would we did one, we did two of them just each year. We we just we just wouldn't plan anything. We would say we we want to see the Mississippi River or we want to see this, but we wouldn't make any plans. We would say, "Oh, let's just We've never been to Pittsburgh. Let's go to Pittsburgh or wherever. So we ended up in Pittsburgh the first night of our second trip. And uh, we we pulled in at like 5 in the evening into, we, into the city. We found just a place to park. And immediately um, someone came over and started asking us for money. Like we didn't even close the door yet of, our, of my minivan. And uh, he told us a story about how his... What was it, Russ? His his daughter was sick or something you know, it was like, like that. He needed a bus ride and, or bus fare. a bus That's fare a, thing. Because yeah. his daughter but was in the pay, hospital. He had like really nice shoes and a, oh yeah, you know like cell but, phone. But we had like were, the iPhone kind, eleven. Yeah. We had, we had a bunch of cash and we were like, you know what? It's fine. So I think we gave him five bucks or whatever. We'll get back to this guy at the end of this story. It's not gonna be a long story. Okay. We go so then we go to a Greek cafe because we're starving, and my younger brother orders a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we shouldn't have gone a, in. We put the end of the story at the end of the we looked, <laughs> we looked. We looked at the place, and we ha- you know when you look at a place and you're like, eh, maybe not, but you're like, ah, oh, we're hungry. Let's just go in here. And so me and Russ just get salads or whatever they had. And my our younger brother, Babe, orders a coffee. His name's Brendan. We call him Babe. Deal with it. And uh, his coffee Swear. comes out, and he's like, oh, he's kind of looking at it funny, and he sees these coffee grounds kind of floating on the top and he's like oh that's weird so he sips it he's like oh, i feel weird sips it some more and then we're talking 20 30 minutes go by we're getting ready to pay our check his coffee's only half full and he kind of looks queasy and we're like what's wrong baby you know your coffee's not good he's like it's not that good he's like this coffee ground just floating on the top and then he shows us <laughs> and they're not coffee grounds there are oh god four little flies it was more than four dude. just floating like around at the top oh of his coffee Oh and he did not even notice. He just kept drinking. And the second he realized they were flies, he didn't say a word. He stood up. He walked outside, and he threw up right in front oh of the restaurant. Oh, my God. That's terrible <laughs> marketing for that and place. we were dying laughing. We just paid probably a crazy tip because we just wanted to get out of there without change. You tipped them I, for flies in your coffee? <laughs> we didn't want to wait for change. It wasn't our coffee. 
<laughs> but so we're dying laughing. So we get back to our car. And now we're thinking, let's get the hell out of Pittsburgh. Let's go through that wicked long tunnel that they have yeah, there. Right. Yeah. And as we're getting back to our car, the same guy approaches us and tells us a completely different story of why he needs money. <laughs> Yeah. And we're, totally different new you know, right, nuances. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, my brother's in jail. And Russ is like, dude, you just told us your daughter was in the hospital. He's like, oh, she is, though. That, too. That, too. <laughs> and and, and yeah. Russ is like, nah, come, yeah. we're out of here. Yeah, That's our Pittsburgh experience. Wow. I'm sorry. It's it's a much nicer place, <laughs> usually. We'll just have to have Shu take yeah, us around, Yeah, we'll, we'll take you guys around. If I had known we could have gotten a squirt, it probably yeah, would Yeah, you can get yeah, squirt anywhere better. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but they Absolutely. Were, but they'd be fly, there'd be flies in our squirt. <laughs> Wait, are there flies? They're in a can. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. All right, so it's uh, Long May You Young. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, the Long May You Young page. Uh, we're also at Long May You Young on Twitter, at Long May You Young on Instagram. You can check us out there. You can also leave us messages, comments, suggestions, stuff like that. Uh, if you listen to us on Anchor, you can leave a voice message. Do we have any of those this week? Uh, we have one. It's not uh, Russ's boss again, is it? No. I mean, it wouldn't be bad because that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's uh, it's another repeat customer, though. It's someone who actually is, I think, going to bring you an Italian sub halfway through this episode. So Wow. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play it now. It's like Christmas. All right. So, yeah, if you listen to us on Anchor, there's a voice message tab there you just press that you can leave us a voice message says, hey love the podcast or hey you guys have no idea what neil young is all about and i'm gonna come find you and wear your skin as a hey there guys big fan here just want to say long may you young probably my favorite podcast out there um last episode you guys were talking about like how neil was being a real dick with all of his bandmates well i have an exclusive uh media uh, media clip i want you guys to hear this is the kind of shit he was putting those guys through so you ready here we go we're gonna play it okay good hmm? Uh, well, hmm? it stinks. It's from Mystery Science Theater. That's what it is. Dick it took me wow. a second. Dick I thought moves. he was playing porn for a second. Joking. I never joke about my living. Well, I thought it was great this time. Great, I yeah. Keep playing Kathy the, was half asleep. And you, Tracy, you were blasting out like a foghorn. What's wrong with him? Then? Ouch. Did he get up on the wrong side of the bed? <laughs> He's making commentary. <laughs> you. This is really involved. Yeah. It came in half a. Well, that's it, guys. I uh, just wanted to give you that exclusive material. You know, Neil was going through a hot time, but there it is. <laughs> I love it. Cuts wow, it's amazing. Word. I love that he chose a Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like, that's so. Yeah. Th- no one's going to fucking know what that is. <laughs> we we did get some. Uh, we have had some pretty good engagement on social media, including yeah. some uh, decent I reviews. We, could, uh, we I, said, po- I posted some memes that John made, but. He made a lot more, but they were great. Well, if uh, we said in the beginning, and I don't know how long this will last, but for now, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we will read whatever you write. I haven't been keeping up with those. There's a couple new ones after the one that you posted about how good you were at podcasting. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm just going to read a couple of these because I thought they were nice. Okay. Uh, This is from Lead Beatles 85 uh, it's entitled Insomnia, and it says, Just discovered you guys while on a Neil Young binge. Listen to all your episodes because I couldn't sleep. Currently on Harvest and the Jacket Voice. I think I'm going to die laughing. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank People you. love the Jacket yeah. Voice, Yeah, well, man. it's funny, you know? And you know Even what? Even though it gives, it gives shoe the willies. But uh, that's why I enjoy it. You know what? I, uh, thank you for your comment because I thought it was like it said insomnia. I was like, hey, just listen to your podcast, and I had insomnia until I listened to your podcast. <laughs> it put me Thank right to you sleep. for yeah. curing me. Yeah, right. 
Um, but then the Jacket Boys. The Jacket yeah. Boys, and I was up all night. Ooh, they also wrote hashtag FNM. <clears throat> right on. Oh, Fucking yeah. Neil, we man. We got the hashtag going. Nice. Uh, next one is from Groinsmack. Yep, that sounds mm, about okay. right. Everyone sip your squirt uh, for that one. That's a Godsmack <laughs> tribute band. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, it says, give this a listen. Five stars. If you are a fan of bird sex, Pink Floyd, and computer voice, then this is the Neil Young podcast for you. Yes. Really love the loose format, the music, the backstories, and the laughs. Really a good time. You guys are doing a great job with this in the poetic words of Neil Young. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. That nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. I like that people are enjoying our silliness. Our, or yeah, our, I was our nervous so about that. silliness. I was nervous about it, too. I was like, are we taking too long? Because well, we, I I know. think that's that's just it. Look, we love Neil, right? But we could approach this in a really academic way, yeah. And it would really cure insomnia. I would hate that. Oh, that would be I so boring. That. that would be so fucking. What boring. are we doing? We're we're like if we didn't have and that's microphones. That's not what Neil would do. No, no, he would. Neil would definitely be doing this. Like, yeah. in fact, he does something similar to this and on the beach. Yeah. Which we'll talk about coming up. But mm. if we didn't have these microphones, we'd still be sitting around drinking beers talking about Neil. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, pretty much. You That's know, how so. we met, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> we, we started talking about, like, these guys love Neil Young. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. We were yeah. on the Breaking the Ice podcast with yes. Josh Dolan. Check that out Dolan. as well. Yeah. So um, on yeah. Instagram, Hood Will Hunting says, <laughs> my fave Neil studio album. <laughs> With a hand raise on, uh, on about the on the beach and a, and a goat album, I Ooh. said I think so. I think oh. same for me. A lot me, of people maybe. say that about this album. I I'm it might be. I know mine you've too, said, man. You know, you've said it. Too. You said it early yeah, on. I said that it on really the, early on. On the beach was like one of your favorites. It's really up there for like me. It. For did sure. You, did you want to read any like uh, Twitter or you know, Reddit or? Yeah, you know what? Uh, there's a Neil Young subreddit. So if you want to go there, there's a lot of cool people there that just love Neil as much as we do and love to discuss his music and they put up cool videos and videos of their bands that do covers a lot of those are really good but uh i had a guy give us a little insight into when we were talking about needle and the damage done a couple episodes ago and the line milk blood oh yeah to keep from running out um he said uh, i believe this is from uh bob deneen on reddit I believe the line "milk blood to keep from running out" refers to re-injecting the blood that gets drawn up in the needle Jesus. when shooting up heroin. With a hardcore junkie like Danny Witten, his blood would have enough of a trace of heroin in it to keep him from going into wow. withdrawals while waiting to get his next proper fix. Holy shit, huh? Jeez. Yeah. And how about Neil for putting that right? in there, man? Yeah. Christ. I mean, that's the first. There's lyrics a, in this album. He's that a first-hand like, account, you know, and that's yeah. that's just making it as real as. Like Neil does it, man. Yeah. Fucking Neil. There's a. I found a really cool place, uh, like a site, where they. It, it, it it's really helpful for lyrics for like Neil Neil lyrics, and they kind of try to do like research on what, you know, they they find interviews on him saying. But I think you have the book that they reference. Is it by Journey S- Through the Past? No. Is it may no no no? It's Long May You Young. I think is actually what it's called. It's not. We should do sue you have them. One, do you have one by? Uh, <laughs> Johnny, we're gonna send all of our lawyers. No, long may you run. By Johnny, um, I meant to say long may you run. Did oh, I say the name run? of this podcast? Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Johnny Rogan. Johnny Ro- Rogan, I think. Yeah, no, um, no relation. I to have Joe uh, as far Journey as Through the no. Past by Nigel Williamson, who also references the Johnny. I want to get Rogeson this Johnny book. Rogan book because he it goes through like the songs. Yeah, like lyrics and yeah, it's pretty. I hear it's yeah. pretty detailed. Yeah, so I found a website that references that a lot. And it, it was cool going through that for this album. 
this would be the album to do it because this album, yeah. in my opinion, lyrically his best. I think so. At least too. to date, I, I love it. Um, I especially love it. Uh, Ambulance Blues. I mean, obviously we'll get to it, but the whole album, I feel like I, I don't know. I know Shu, you 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 mentioned these were called what was it the the Ditch Trilogy. Right, started with Time Fades Away. So after the success of Harvest, when he said, it's from that quote. Yeah. So he said, Harvest put me in the middle of the road, so I headed for the ditch. Which and, I, and then, like, on the album cover here, you have the Cadillac, buried half, you know, the tail yeah. fins sticking yeah. out of the sand. And, yeah. But you also, the album cover is great. The album cover is very, he's ditching stuff, you know what but I mean? Look, it kind of got that vibe. I re- this, I, this is my favorite album cover. The album cover is great. It's my favorite Neil album cover, and it might be my favorite album cover ever. It's just that's it, a strong statement. I it's simple. It. More than deep. Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> yes. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Yes. It's actually, you know what? Yes. I, I feel like she was definitely making a joke, but Pink Floyd has some great albums. Oh, they, yeah, that I one's mean, awesome. Wish, too. wish you were here. Wish you were yeah, here. Wish you were wish here. here. Is great. It's animals. A great one. It's fantastic. Oh, animals! Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. But no, the album cover is super interesting. If you're listening, get just pull it up now because he's got a Cadillac half buried. I posted it on Instagram as well. He's uh, but there's a newspaper floating around. I think it's what it says something about Nixon resigning. Senator Buckley and yeah, calls for Nixon to resign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like you know what that's like. That's like when they send pictures of people taken hostage and they make them hold the newspaper right. to prove that it was taken at this particular time. Right. And I believe the artist, I forget what his name is, but he said that he said that this was the best piece of work he's ever done. I love it. It's so cool. I want to get him uh, blown up. I'm pretty sure the framed. cup is like broken in half. I just noticed that. Yeah, and oh, it's really? like and there's a beer too and I I wish I knew what the I beer wonder was. if the cup is filled with the promise of a man. Could be. Mm. There it is. Jeez, oh, there's another what a waste. One. There's another one on the ground. <laughs> but yeah, I do, definitely like alcohol. But, Russ, look uh, at, but these chairs and the umbrella are super 70s, dude. Oh, so yeah. Super that was, they, they, he wanted to go for the yeah. cheesy factor. Okay. Uh-oh, John's here. Do you want to? We got a special guest here bringing in. Uh, What's up, the, John? I hear the crumple of the bag. Are you the <laughs> meme guy? Johnny, I got you right over there. Yeah. Should we pause it? or? No, no, no. We're, right. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, John, our friend John is here. He's been making a bunch of memes for us. He also brought Chu an Italian sub because apparently Chu gets hard well, over Italian. Yeah, what's up with that? I, Can you tell I'm us on a, a, the Italian sandwich, the Italian grinder, the Italian sub. It's, uh, it's, some, it's like my favorite sandwich of okay. all time. Yeah. And everywhere I go, if they have one, I order one. So right now I'm on an Italian grinder odyssey. And I'm posting it up on Facebook and, yeah. and Instagram and stuff like that, telling people where the good ones are. I don't like giving bad reviews. If I have a bad one, I just won't do it. You just uh, don't even post it. Yeah. No, because someone else might like it. Yeah. You know? Sure. And uh, so uh, you brought me a, an Italian sub. Where's yeah. it from? So here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> There's already a thing. All right. I... Does it have a little Neil Young fedora on it? No. Okay. It's got a lot of jizz in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no, um, the place I was going to go to no was, of course, closed for the holiday. Um, so I called, and it's been, it was ringing for like 20 times before I finally gave up. So this is actually an Italian sub. I've never had this before. What? Oh, so this is oh, new sorry. for all of us. Okay. Yeah. okay. So uh, we're all. Yeah. All right. It's okay. from Verona's. Because it's the closest oh, place. I've heard of Verona's. I can't give a word on this. I have Verona's no is idea good. what it's well, like. Why don't you give I don't sh- think I've ever had an no, Italian Verona, from Verona's. Verona's is but great. Good. But why don't you so, give a shout out to the place you were going to bring it from? It was going to be from Devon's. Because Devon's is like Devin's one of my favorite sub shops. Yeah, yeah. I love their subs. 
Um, and I've only recently been getting into Italians. I used to never really eat them. I'm more of a like a steak and cheese right. or like a yeah. some sort of chicken. Pastrami. Right? Do you like a pastrami? A roast beef. I like a roast oh, beef. You, yeah. Every time we hang out, you get a buffalo chicken. The buffalo sub. chicken sub. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are good. Um, but recently, I've been getting into the Italian, and like something about this guy's Italian, man. It's not even like I don't even think it's a real Italian because it has like bologna on it. No, 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 bologna. Is that supposed bologna, to be on? mortadella? You know, you okay. can throw that in there. Yeah. So like. It's just, it's different from ones that I've had, like, I've had ones from, I don't know if you've been to Boomers in Worcester before. You know, I've lived in Worcester 20 years, never had a sandwich Dude, from Boomers. I've it. driven by it it's, a billion it's, times it's over called there the on Highland Street. Italian Stallion. Everyone says that, the <laughs> Italian it's Stallion. insane. I want to yeah. get it just because of that It's insane, now. Dude. I don't even it's, like Italian subs. It's the most insane sub I've ever because had Because of Carrie Snodgrass? Yeah, uh, nice, oh, nice, yeah. T- nice tie-in. Very good. You know, she was in Pale Rider, too. Yeah. Was she in Pale Rider? I think she might have got, thank you. I think she might have been raped. Like I think that was maybe her Thank you, sir. in one of those yeah, in that. one of those Clint Eastwood movies. Not her, her like the, the actress the act, she was the, yeah, the, the character, character. <laughs> not the act not her. But I'm saying there's a really uncomfortable rape scene in one of those old Clint movies. As opposed to a comfortable rape well, scene. Those are those Yeah, are, I know. I, I much prefer the comfortable the, one. I, it yeah. makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Jesus so Christ, John's Ross. here. John's I, I here, to, well, John's here to, you are. to call me out on all my. Fucking it's an uncomfortable <laughs> rape scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? Is that redundant? That's redundant. That's yeah. redundant. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's. I, I. I. I need to fact check this, but I'm. I'm pretty sure that might be her. Have you seen Pale Rider? It's an old Clint. Oh, the Western. Pale, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. I don't remember the rape scene in though. I probably it's, blocked it's it. It's either that one or High Plains Drifter. Okay. Pale me- Rider is the one I where he cracks the rock. All right, half. guys, we're off track. Let's yeah, get back to Italian <laughs> subs. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, that's what the spot. We were talking about, about the Long album. May cover. You what do you Italian think of the, What do you think of well, the On the Beach album cover? I love it. I looked. I, I looked it up online yeah. uh, a couple days ago, and I like it. Had you heard the album before? doing this po- I've heard songs like I heard Walk On yeah yeah I think that was pretty much it though okay John, to be honest what are your qualifications to participate in a Neil Ooh, Young podcast that's a good, that's a good point um, growing up listening to him that's okay that's it. good that's, that's fine about it it's and bringing us an Italian sub <laughs> yep, yep. those Shoot, are the two main number. qualifications to be honest though the other one would be bringing an eight ball but so, we're taking the Italian <laughs> sub so. or milking but some listening, blood right, listening yeah. to you guys the podcast the, the oh, yeah. five before this right um, oh my God, I've never five? listened to any of those Jesus. albums yeah. as an album. Really? Okay. Yeah, like I'm yeah. like I'm in the boat with Luke where it's like decade or like a greatest hits right, heard yeah, yeah. or radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get the. It came out a few years, probably like ten years ago now. But the archives that came out of him. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about like raw cuts. Right. For something, there's something about like demos and raw cuts or live cuts that I just like. Like without the with the lights out by Nirvana, the three disc mm-hmm. set, it's yeah. like one of my favorite box sets. And Neil Young came out with one that was like a hundred songs of just like all his like live shows or like demo cuts and stuff with Crazy Horse and stuff even with Buffalo and um, that's like the kind of stuff that I really dig into. So this was listening to On the Beach, and I'll, I'll admit it, I'm not as cool as Luke. I wasn't doing it with with vinyl or anything. <laughs> I was doing it off of freaking YouTube, right? just listening to the eight tracks. Um, So I don't know. It's not the greatest quality or anything, but that's kind of technically the first time I've ever listened to a Neil Young kind of straight through. How did you feel about it? I enjoyed it. It kind of being at the beach today, which you guys saw on. on Well, you were on the beach today. I was on the beach today. Did you do that on purpose? Oh, you're like method. It, I really got into it. Yeah, Neil was there. You're wearing a yellow blazer. Yeah, were you? Was there a Cadillac? I, I buried a Cadillac. Yeah. Um, Super seventies umbrella. Yeah, but no, like it. 
I don't know. I have different opinions on, on what like certain songs and I have no idea. Like I don't even know the lyrics to all the songs. So that's just how I, they make me feel. So, but like looking at the cover and then being at the beach today, it was really gray most of the day. Yeah. It was windy. It was cold. So it fit perfectly. I was like, the beach is a really depressing place. Yeah, like this place just yes. sucks. Only Neil, like, only Neil's Neil beach. can yeah. fucking that's what I make mean. you feel that way about the beach. And I was just like, this is not like, it wasn't your typical like, <laughs> like the, the hot chicks yeah, running around and yeah, yeah. it wasn't filled with people. It was just like, People with hoodies on, cold, like fishermen, <laughs> and like gray sky. I was like, I was like, it's four months into a point. pandemic. Yeah, exactly. And I was Some like, wacko the in a, in a yellow jacket, just standing there looking out at the yeah, right. water and long so, hair. <laughs> I, I, I do want to point this out while we're talking about the album cover. You know what I love about this? He decorated the inside yeah, with the with the uh, that you'll oh, never cool. see. It's awesome. Yeah, you'll you're like it's you're so never cool. gonna see that. He, yeah. There's like a floral pattern. But it's or the, something it's the on same the as the umbrella and the chair. It looks yeah. like Chairs, everyone's yeah. grandmother's wallpaper. Kind Luke, it's of. the same yeah. Yeah, it's as the, same the umbrella as the, uh, and the chair. Oh, that's isn't awesome. that amazing? Isn't that cool? That's yeah. so cool. And then and on the I, back, I wish I had the name of the artist in front of me because he yeah. said this project was the best work he's ever. He thinks he it's the best work he's ever done. And that Warner Brothers and Neil Young just gave him free reign yeah. uh, on what, what to do. Like and the guy who designed the cover and everything? The guy who did the photography, the artwork, okay. everything. Wow. And, um, yeah, he's, he's really proud of it. That, I, th- I think I agree. That palm tree on the back? Or yeah. That it's, tree? Like a, it's like kind of a weird – it's not even a palm tree. It's like a right. – Well, the, there's a, it looks like that for a reason. So before he made On the Beach um, – um, Gary, Gary Burden. Gary Burden. Gary Burden. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He said this is like his best work he's ever done. Um, before Neil recorded On the Beach, if you don't know – he recorded. Oh, it's a Coors beer. Uh, Coors beer. Is it Coors? There's a whole. I have a whole. It's thing west here. of the Rockies. A whole thing about it. Um, Coors, he, the, re- the banquet beer, a silver bullet. <laughs> um, Darkness washed over. The okay, beer. come on. Put the Coors in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, he recorded "Tonight's the Night" before he recorded this right, album. Yep. Did a whole tour, a whole fucked up tour that was if you read about it we'll talk about it during the album the episode but yeah if you read about it it was way ahead of its time it was he said it was his closest attempt at creating a, a total art piece huh. and yeah. it was maybe his most fucked up time on the road physically mentally drugs and alcohol the whole deal and so um that palm tree on the back was stolen from a an office in one of the studios they were at and they brought it on that tour with them, and it had its own spotlight. He also stole. I don't know if you ever when you, when you guys saw Neil. Did you see the the wooden Indian on the stage? He usually has that. I up didn't there. notice it if he had it. Last time I, I saw him with I Crazy Horse, it. he had it up there. It had its own spotlight. Huh. He just had a spotlight on it the whole time. So he he also stole. I've never oh, seen him with Crazy Horse though. I've oh, okay. only seen him with Promise of the Real and then Solo. Maybe he doesn't bring it up with them, but. He stole this uh, wooden Indian from a cigar shop in L.A. <laughs> he, like, he had him and a, like, Briggs and a couple other guys like, cut the chain and then dra- left a note saying, we'll pay for this, but you've got to come to our show at the Roxy tonight. I think it's Native American. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, he said Indian, so I thought it was cool. I mean, he's fucking Neil, man. He's fucking Neil. Um, so they also stole this palm tree. They put it next to the Indian on stage, gave it its own spotlight. Cool. And Is so that this, this palm tree? That on palm the- tree survived the Tonight's the Night tour. Wow. Which was two continents and just fucking nonstop debauchery. I wonder if that's the palm tree he was cutting down in last trip to Tulsa. Ex- right. Huh? Tie in. Well, no, that one fell. Oh, that's right. On the back of a friend, right? Didn't it fall who, on his Cadillac? Who, who offered? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's fell all on, his on the cover. On and there's the also um, Alabama. Did you just mention that? 
No. You, with the wheel in the ditch and the wheel on the oh, track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your Cadillac. Cadillac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I got to see your first bite of this Italian sub before okay, we go I've, on. I've taken all my porn pornographic pictures. The sub is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it looks and if you want to know like more the, about... And this is from Verano's? Verona. Verona. Verona's. Verona's. Yeah. Where is that? In air. air. In air. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Imagine if he hates it. <laughs> and he's biting the sub now. He's taking a good, hearty bite. Oh, a yeah, big bite. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems like he, he enjoys it, seems like ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I wish I had an applause button. Mm. Good balance. Yeah. <laughs> Just the right amount of oil and vinegar. So you're, you're. I found out on one of your posts, you're a cold Italian Absolutely. sub. Guy. It's got to be cold, right? Yeah. I have nothing against a toasted Italian sub, yep. but I usually get a cold myself. Okay. Huh. okay. A lot of this, I put it, the question up on my I social media, and it's, like, it. almost, it's almost like a 50-50 thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about yeah. toasted subs. I got mine toasted. I got yours cold. Oh, well, thank it's you fine. very yeah. much. I yeah. appreciate the cold sub. Next time yeah. I come climbing, I definitely want to go to that. Was it Dude, Bo- Boomers? Boomers? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Well, just because it's called the Italian Stallion. The super Italian Stallion. The, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Shit. Do you have a napkin? Uh, yeah, I can oh, yeah, grab Can some. you get him some? Yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that, yeah. I want to also bring That's up... really good. Thank you. That's yeah, excellent. no problem. I also want to bring up the uh, Rusty Kershaw, who is in this Yeah, can album. we talk about him? Wild, huh? This guy? This guy, he's... First of all... Do you know he does the liner notes, and they're, like, yeah. incomprehensible? Well, there's a good reason for that. I think it that. starts with, like... I'm not very good at reading or writing, but right, yeah. I don't know why I'm being asked to do this. And then, like, words are spelt wrong and they, like, make no sense. And Did then Neil make him do that? Yeah, of course. That's, I was that's say, like yeah, he's yeah. been doing that, right? Yeah, Neil asked him to do it. Makes the piano player drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. right? Like yeah. handing James Taylor the banjo. Yeah, like, I've never played the and banjo. And they say that the honey slides, we definitely got to talk about oh, all the, I read oh, about yeah. the honey slides. Because that yeah. also plays into this guy's, yep. uh, the handwritten. Said it was like heroin. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, compared they, it to heroin. Yeah, yeah. Major yeah. catatonic. What do you think? Is that Italian sub like a honey slide for you? Um, if I eat the whole thing, it will be because I will be catatonic. <laughs> I also brought. Yeah, I've never heard of these until yesterday. Look pretty good. They're called Zaps. You just brought New Orleans voodoo chips. Crunchy chips to a podcast. Yeah. That's oh, a that's, that's perfect because we're talking about. They? Oh, they're kettle chips. Right? We're kettle talking about yeah. uh, rusty. Like spice to them. We're talking about Rusty Kershaw, and he's from Louisiana. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. So I, pl- I, I like that. I like I how did. you. Yeah, yeah. I like. I how did how my research. <laughs> I did. When we get to um, Revolution Blues, I have a Rusty Kershaw. Kershaw or Kernshaw? Kershaw. I have a quote. That's okay. so fucking good. But were you guys just talking about honey slides? Yeah. Yeah, I w- but I want to talk about Rusty Kershaw okay. a little bit first because this guy is like a real, like he'd been playing music live in front of audiences since he was nine. His mother made him start a duo with his brother. It was... Um, Doug. Yeah, Rusty and Doug. Yeah. And um, like shortly after his father shot himself. Holy I don't know if she shit. did that, to, like, that. <laughs> to keep the kids occupied or something, but... And then he's played with a bunch of different blues and country artists as a guitar player, you know, over the years. And he had to stop touring because it was just getting too much for him. But, yeah, he's a he's quite the character and he's very much has the same mindset as as Neil Young and 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 David Briggs, where he's like, just capture the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. Just make sure you capture that moment you know right and he's the guy that inspired not inspired he demanded for these sessions that neil make the studio more homey so they sent out a bunch Kershaw of guys did? yeah okay they sent out a bunch of guys to get some furniture at like local you know vintage shops or consignment shops or whatever so they bought a bunch of old like 
recliners, lamps, couches, rugs. Made the studio like a more like a living room. He wanted to be more like a home yeah. in there. And um, <clears throat> so that was one of the ways he influenced it. Well, and Neil loved you know. him, too. Neil loved Ben Keith was friends with him. And this is kind of a Ben Keith album in that sense that he... How can you not love this album? Ben Keith well, is all over this he, album. I fucking love he it. He let Ben Keith bring in Rusty Kershaw because yeah. they were friends, and Ben knew That's that him and Neil, Neil would get along. That's how much Neil just trusts Ben. He just, right. they yeah. just, they, and also, the, the back, you know how he's always got some weird we thing? Are, we already... Uh, oh, did you already talk about over? it? You can just go ahead. I'm not going to read the whole thing because the handwriting is worse than mine yeah. somehow. <laughs> but it's all, it's all Rusty. Yeah. I yeah, think that's we, awesome. We, we brought that up. A little All right. Bit. Well, you know what? Fuck you guys. You, you were getting napkins. Yeah. Sorry that the I was a napkin really good. bitch. Shoot. I want to. Can I take a picture of you with the sub? Because oh, you okay. need. Don't ask his permission. You need Just one anyway, right? Take a picture right? of him with the sub. Can right, I take a picture go. of you with the sub? With the sub. Hey, shut, shut the fuck up. Hey, shoe. Can I take? Can I take a picture of you with the sub? There we go. There it is. Can I put that? Can I post that on my Instagram? That's my impression of Russ. Yeah, it's great. Good job. <laughs> Rusty Condon. <laughs> um, I, so did, I, <laughs> I did see that. I don't know if you guys already talked about this, too, and now I'm nervous to talk about anything. <laughs> uh, I did see that Rolling Stone. Did you want me to just let you go so everyone heard it like a thousand times? You He's going to get you mad at me totally because I, I, I kind of gently let him know that we already went over that. Oh, he like grabbed it. He was like, mm. okay, so <laughs> let's go over the back of the uh, where Rusty. Mm-hmm. It's like we already fucking talked about it. And he's going to give me shit because I sort of lovingly kind of lovingly. wanting to, you know. All right, guys, got really, the brotherly love. <laughs> Relax, Dad. We're figuring it out. I think the, my favorite Rusty Kershaw story, there's a couple, but my favorite is I guess him and Neil were – we're jamming on guitar in the studio. Stephen Stills comes to visit, really digs what they're doing, and walks over to Rusty Kershaw and just wants to get involved, takes the guitar out of his hands so he can kind of get in with Neil on this. So Rusty Kershaw, like, stands up and pulls out a knife. Yes! <laughs> he pulled a knife And he, says, he says something to the effect of um, Stephen Stills. Who the fuck is that? That's awesome. <laughs> wow, that's that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Dude, yeah. Sti- Stills gets the shaft in these well, past few if you records. Don't, well, he shouldn't Graham have like a dick Cros- like that. You well, know? yeah, totally. But Graham and Crosby are, are have been involved and at least in the, the past, past three. Yeah, three, yeah. and Stills hasn't been at all. No, no. Crosby didn't go along with Rusty Kershaw either. Apparently, but Rusty Kershaw laughed one, at him. You, in the last you know? one, you said Crosby was a dick. Well, Crosby. I mean, they're all Crosby, kind of not Yeah, Crosby had kind of an ego, and I'm sure the drugs didn't help. Like he was yeah. like, you know, I'm David Crosby. But he know, also I'm had a, a big deal. He had a longer history with Stills. Like they met in Canada, so he had been doing stuff with Stills right. way before these guys. Yeah. So I wonder if things just. I guess they're both hard personalities. Yeah, I think that's it, and I just think that they keep, but they realize that they can make great music together. Right. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, so I think that's why they both kind of have each other back, you know, in CSNY, and he keeps trying to have Stills over to play with him on his albums and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 a tough relationship, but the music keeps it together, I right. guess, keeps yeah. the communication there. It is interesting that he's not on this one or yeah. or the past few. Yeah, but I, I I read that Rolling Stone called this one of the most despairing songs. Yes. Of the decade. Or Despairing Albums. Despairing Albums, yes. sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry, um, Rolling Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it is, but it isn't. I don't know if I fully agree with that. 
it's very relaxed. I mean, the, there's some bleak yeah. moments, but I don't. I mean, you, there's and Neil always. I mean, it's not like Neil always writes. If you really look at his shit, it's all kind of not all of it, but for the most part, there's a lot of despairing, depressing. I don't like being famous type of shit. And I don't know how to handle my relationship. I don't know. I can't feel like I can love someone <laughs> right. properly. And also all just that stuff. the right. state of the country, the end of the totally. 60s. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you, you, in this one, you're definitely getting that, like, Neil being very uh, outspoken about right. the earth and oil right. yeah. and, you know. What, what Russ, you always call the theme. You always, like, pick out a theme yeah. for each album. So what do you think the theme is for On the Beach? That's too much pressure right now. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll get back to you. I know it's not an easy question. No, I, I, yeah. I, I gave that a lot of thought. and I'd say the blues. I, that was what I was going to say. Well, the, musically, yes, I would say, definitely. Because not only do the songs have the titles and they have in the them, but they are. Through it, but it, it's, yeah, like a 12-bar blues thing. Two words come to mind like when I first put this on and listened to it. Like every time that Walk On, walk on started, it just I couldn't help but think, like, shit happens. Yeah, that's yes. literally what kind of hits me. Is it's just like, dude, shit happens, but and what, what, you know what, what are you gonna do? And who are you gonna are, call? Things are gonna keep going, yeah. regardless. It's of gonna keep rolling. Whoever says what about what, yeah. and whatever happens to my marriage, and yeah. my buddies will die, mm-hmm. and everything. But you know, life is gonna go on, yeah. and I gotta go on after it. And that's a pretty positive <laughs> message from that song. Yeah, it's funny because that's why I think it was it was a mistake to put this out before tonight's the night. Okay. Because it would have made that song coming on first after tonight's the night mm-hmm. would have made a lot more sense to me. Well, and someone had said too that Neil wanted this to be in reverse order. I read that. I read so it, I, yeah. I did. Anyone listen to I it did, in reverse order? And I strongly disagree. I I don't strongly disagree. I disagree, but it would be very Neil to do that. And yeah. didn't they, they did flip it for the cassette. For the cassette. They actually did put yeah, they it out that sides. way. Yeah. Yeah. It would just, I mean, it, it's cool. It's it, kind of cool. It's just, it's, it's interesting. very like, it starute off with like a nine minute, you know, it's like, it's pretty wild the way it would start. It would start, with, it would start it with On the Beach. With an, no, I thought it would be Ambulance. Oh, oh, you, oh song, right. Yeah. So you're saying. So it would start with, it would go. to start with B and then right. go to A. It would go, so it would go On the Beach. I to that way. Motion pictures it, and yeah. then ambulance. Um, right. So yeah. it would just be these backwards, three like bad. kind of slower, yeah. I, I hadn't dark, to it like bleak that tunes. So totally if you listen to it backwards, you're supposed to line it up on the third roar of the MGM type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. You see, Russ, Wizard of Oz. This so. guy gets it. Why don't you? Great, great. You know, I know you love Floyd, but I don't, you, know, you, you said about the whole Wizard of Oz thing really upset me. I'm sorry, Shu. Yeah. Um, you know what? As far as like a, just an overall theme, that that's hard, but. To me, there's a line in this album that I think we, you talked about. Uh, was it was it old man? That one line that you think really sums up doesn't Neil, mean that much. Doesn't mean that much. The line in this album that I think also really sums up Neil, and I think this whole album is: I need a crowd of people, but I can't face them day yes. to day. Yeah. And um, yeah. And though my problems are meaningless, that yes. don't make them go away. Yeah, that that those one, two lines. Yeah. that to me, like Luke, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way, especially like being a musician and just that whole that. And and it, I think it goes beyond music, and I think Neil does that all the time. But just that line, like th- those two back to back, just 
fuck, that's like, there's so that's, many. That's everything. There's that's so everything. many good. We'll get just to it when we one-liners in this album. Like yeah. it's just filled with incredible one-liners, and then he ends. Dude, ambulance, ambulance it's blues. So full of, you could do yeah. a, a oh, whole we, we should, podcast when we get on to that. that song, yeah. Let's we'll spend some time on. That's that. kind of like another last trip to Tulsa. Oh yeah, kind of Odyssey type of. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Just a winding road. It's, it, to of me, it's things. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It might. To I me, just want to talk about the, better, the background but. of the the actual album. So, you know, you mentioned the cassette came out. He switched sides on yeah. that. It actually also came out on eight track, but in the mid '80s, and Neil Young was fine with this for some reason. They just let it go out of print. It, of course, like, you know, didn't like tonight's the night and, you know, it just didn't sell well. Just and so I don't think to, it, me. to the to the um, record company, I'm sure it wasn't a problem letting it go out of print. But for Neil, you know, I, I don't know why. Why do you think he would just want this to just disappear? I know how he felt about time fades away because he was vocal about it. Like, this right. is the worst album I've ever made. And I think he's just an insecure guy. I think he always yeah, has think he was been expo- exposing too much about himself. Oh, yeah. that's what he said about homegrown. He's like, I didn't put it out because I realized how very, very personal it was between me and Carrie Snodgrass and what was happening. Oh, for sure. You know, but I, I think he's just so I'm at the I'm at the point of shaky now where he's he actually just met Stephen Stills. I'm at that part okay. right now. Right. So he's living in Fort Fort Hills or I forget what it's called. Fort something. Yeah. Know. But he um, it, it just talks so much about his relationship with his mother and how she would kind of manipulate him by crying all the time, and how it, he, he says that affected my relationships with women like for the rest of my life. He, he, he would bail on relationships. He, just, he didn't know what to do when he was with a woman and she acted a certain way. He just he couldn't handle it, mm-hmm. and he kind of blames a lot of his upbringing. But I think everyone who met him, especially when he started really doing his stuff on guitar, they just said he was just kind of a weird everyone said he was a loner just yeah. a weird loner yeah. introvert guy but he was fucking incredible on guitar but he he definitely was non-confrontational because yeah. he he let other people like uh you know his manager people like that take care of all the confrontation you know Briggs who was great at confronting people you know whether he was sober or fucked up you know whether yeah. it was with a gun or or a contract you know yeah. but that's another theme of Neil's career is running away from stuff. And from on the beach, he's got that line, get out of town. Yeah. I got to get, get out, out of town. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what he did. Went to L.A., had to get out of there, went to Topanga Canyon. And then he has the other line about going to the sticks. Right. Redwood, yeah. Yeah. you know, going up, starting Broken Arrow, getting yeah. the ranch and stuff like mm. that. But he didn't. It took like a petition to get this album released yeah, I on saw cd that. i saw that yeah that's like he didn't want it released on cd <laughs> so right weird. like you said yeah. i get it with and i think that was the sound but... thing but well it flo- it didn't it flopped this album when it first came out yeah. and i i'm honest to god dumbfounded by this and i'm trying to put myself in like back then and like when these albums came out and the only thing i can relate it to and i know i've brought them up before is that i'm a big fan of the band dawes mm-hmm. and their first four albums Every time they came out, like me and Russ would text each other the day of, like, did you hear all your favorite bands or stories don't end? But then their last album, I just wasn't a huge fan of. But it was because stylistically it was very different. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if I just was, I didn't give it a chance or what. So I'm trying to think, like. Is well, you say this album flopped, but, you know, if you compare it to Time Fades Away, which went to 135 on the charts, this one made the top 20. Oh, did it? So it was relatively okay. successful compared 
to the last release. But I just heard people were so disappointed because they felt it was such a departure from Harvest. Exactly. That's why it was a flop. Because I don't feel Warner like Brothers, it was that much of a departure. Though. Warner Brothers wanted another Harvest. They wanted another album that was going to sell like Harvest that got played on the radio all the time. There are no... Walk On is the only song that had, in my opinion, as any kind of potential to be played on oh, the radio. Oh, playability, I guess, yeah. You know, because... You, yeah, you, I mean, you put that about, up against Old Man or Heart, Heart of Gold, right? You know, and it's like even okay, like, even words. You know, there, there's 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 songs on almost every song on Harvest. You can right, you know, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, but know, but just, this one is you, you, I guess you can't really play Ambulance Blues. You know, no, like, yeah, but none of this this album is not radio friendly, and he didn't give a. F- Fuck. No, you that's know, and this, this is why is it's part first, of the Ditch trilogy. Yeah, it's because the first, he wanted to get out first of that. One, the first studio album put out since. Harvest. I do love that right. he has three songs called it, blues, like yeah, in the too. title of the song. It's great. I fucking love that. Also, how is how? I mean, for me, and I, I really, I know you're getting into the like uh, beginning of this, or you know, the background of this album in particular, uh, the dynamics and everything. I don't know if you know this. I am a huge. Levon Helm fan. I know. Yeah, you mentioned that. Biggest several I, times. I love Levon yeah. Helm. So yeah, to he's me, great. yeah, he's in this. To me, how can this not be my favorite record? Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a culmination of Neil, the band, and like the and the Stray Gators yeah. and uh, Crazy Horse and CSN. D- you know, it's like Danko was on it too. Not just yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because yeah. the band, it, I only Rick get the it, band on two songs. Revolution, Revolution Blues, Blues and, and Walk this, On. Yeah. The rest is But is even not, though, even but, though yeah. Levon and Rick aren't even in Walk On. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought Levon I, was on Walk On. No. no. So I, I, They're in, before, uh, he's in See the Sky, About to Rain, and okay. uh, Revolution, and Revolution oh, Blues. Oh, okay. And Which only, Revolution? You only can, Rick Danko is on Revolution Blues. Right. But I... When I listened to this, I knew that Levon was on the record, and I couldn't remember which songs he was on, and I didn't want to look it up until after I'd done my, my listen for this episode. So I went through and I like just listened to the album and made all my comments and then looked it up later and it's funny because I commented and I was like, "Love the drums on this track," and I was like, looked it up later and I was like, "Yep, that was one of the Levon ones." Yeah, but it is cool that like Ralph Molina's back too. Right, and I think that gave him, um, you know, kind of he it put him back in a kind of a comfort zone, yeah. even though that's not what he does. Right, and you know, like I said previous when he recorded tonight's the night and did the the tour for that which was fucked up but he loved it mm-hmm. everybody in the band loved it mm-hmm. um and that was he said i think he said in shaky i loved it because this was the band that i should have been playing with mm-hmm. and um so it was the right combination of people yeah you know and i think that helped having yeah. you know the crazy horse rhythm section yeah. you know back with him <clears throat> i love i just love we'll get to it we'll get to those songs and everything i just to me this is there's so much Ben Keith in this record. Is this it, your favorite album? Yeah. So far, at least? I think so. I'm. It's. Uh, I mean, After the Gold Rush is just like... I think this is my second, After After the Gold Rush. Uh, I think I like but, this more than Harvest. I, I don't know. This This to me is, is my favorite right now, I think. Who knows? How, when we get to the end, maybe just I'll... Consistently, it's just... I... I I'm just such a lyric guy too, and and this song, oh, yeah. like you said, this album is lyrically just... it's his best album, but also just the the mood of it. It's just yeah, super love, laid back. You it. can feel those honey slides. Totally, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, let's let's talk about what honey slides are now because this is this album. It's just John. You said you read up on just, honey slides, yeah. right? You want to tell us? I, if I remember correctly, it was like 
weed mixed with was it honey or molasses? Yeah. Or it was, something? but it was so, like old weed or something. It's, or, it's you, you. I mean, every it's like a common thing now. But oh, <laughs> those are the honey slides, Colin. That's <laughs> not going to come through. <laughs> Somebody say honey slides. Hey, it's me, hey. honey slides. It's Rusty Kershaw. You got some of that shit Let up there? Let me tell you exactly what I am. It puts the honey slides in the basket. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, it's pretty common now. Uh, it's basically honey infused with weed, but the way yeah. he made it, apparently, um, or his or Rusty Kershaw's wife made it, uh, he <laughs> threw the weed in a pan. She threw the weed in a pan, a hot pan, yeah. and it would smoke up. And when the smoke got really thick, then she would dump the honey in there, and it would turn black. And Ben Keith said it looked like cow shit. And it smelled awful. But if you took a spoonful of it, you know, she would render it down yeah. and then take the, the liquid part out and you would take a spoonful of it and it would just knock you on your ass. It yeah. would make you catatonic. You know, like yeah, they, catatonic, a lot of people yeah. said, like, it's like yeah. heroin. Yeah. You know, you would totally like there were people that were always during the sessions just passing out yeah. or nodding out nuts, it's like a horse tranquilizer. Pretty yeah. much, oh, you know, shit. you're just like there and then you're gone. That's yeah. like I if you, that, said, that you, is, you want to erase that's anything. That's the theme of this album. And that's what that 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 is the biggest influence I think on this album because to me and it's funny the way he lined up the songs because Walk On is definitely the most structured song Mm -hmm. besides maybe for the turnstiles and Vampire Blues which has a bit of a structure yeah but it seems like after Walk On shit just starts to unravel yeah you know to me it's like sonically and like his singing and everything and playing. It just unravels, and yeah. I'm sure that's something he was trying to capture. But like you said, it yeah. gets really atmospheric, you know, and it gets really slow, and it's it's got to be the honey slide. Well, and it's, slides taken over. It never yeah. like, but it to starts. Me, it never, I never, it, I never, I'm never lost though, in in a way where I can't like. What's that line in the last album? Like where, where Neil says, "Lose something, I can't get back again," or whatever. I feel like I can all. It it doesn't. I still really like it, even though you say it gets unravelly or slow, and I think those words are kind of... You, you hear that about music normally, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm all set. I don't want, why would I want to listen to that? But to me, th- th- because of that, and because it's Neil and the musicians that he has, I, I'm into it so much. Does that make sense? I'm not, I, don't think I, it's don't, a, I don't think it's a negative thing. I right, think more it's, but I'm just saying it, it's, normally it's like a slide. That, it starts super high and then it dips a little bit and but then revolution blues and then it but then it really it doesn't really pick back up no but it, i i think it's more just in like the vibe of it it, yeah. it it's yeah. more it's gets more relaxed and well, more it's easy like, it's like and walk on you're taking that spoonful yeah and then yeah. by on the beach you're on the couch yeah you know, Netflix is like, are you still watching? Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. and then by Ambulance Blues, you just are the void. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're just, you're just you're, going, you're yeah, nothing, man. You're, yeah. Whatever you yeah. think yeah. you Military are. Military-industrial complex is keeping us down, man. You know. There's no ego left. It's, right. You're, you're, you're just an Italian gone. sub floating through the right. honey That's slide. Right, that's right. You know, like, like, you order the Italian sub. The guy's knocking on the door with your delivery, but you're hiding yeah, under the table. Yeah, and honey slide all yeah. over the top of it. Right. Anyway, uh... That's what I mean by unraveling. And I, love I, that, I didn't. Though. No, I know what you I, mean. I don't I just, mean that in a negative way. It just right. seems and like I didn't the way think you it's did. ordered. I'm just clarifying because to me, I I love that the way it unravels. I love that, like you said, Luke, it's got that slide thing, but it's more. Yeah, it 
it doesn't come back up and f- slides are fucking fun you know yeah. and they're normally on the beach so you heard it from like, you heard it from russ condon here first folks hot take slides, slides are, fucking are fucking fun, fun. <laughs> make a shirt out of that listen all you fucking slide haters out there yeah. we know you're out there yeah. hating on slides and shit yeah. oh swings are better swings are fine <laughs> but slides are also fucking fun you heard it here first mm-hmm. people luke said it Swings are fine. <laughs> That's not an endorsement by the Long May You Young podcast. Hey, we should start getting into this fucking shit. Can you look on the back there? It They weren't all recorded at Broken Arrow. What was the other studio? Uh, Sunset Sound. Sunset yeah, Sound. Sunset Sound. Yeah, Sunset yeah. Sound. Apparently, only- according to Tim Drummond, who plays bass yeah. on a couple of these tunes, and an excellent uh, beard, uh, credit card beard, in Vampire Blues, that that's Tim Drummond's beard. We'll get to it. Are you serious? We, yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. That's yeah. nuts. But um, according to him, Sunset Sound was like Hollywood Babylon. I want to get his words exact there. He he said it was Hollywood Babylon at its fullest. There was tons of drugs and booze, and there were hookers and porn stars. Apparently, there were Playboy <laughs> bunnies, and Linda Lovelace came by from really? Death Throat. <laughs> Wow. To visit the studio, and the Everly Brothers stopped by to visit. The Everly also, Brothers, which I'm sure thrilled like Neil Young, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was a huge Everly Brothers fan. Hey, Everly Brothers, with, you want some honey slides? Want some honey slides? <laughs> Let's hear those harmonies now. Ooh. I can't feel my feet, Don. He made them do the honey slide challenge. See how perfect their harmonies could be after after a the honey edibles slide. Edibles will kick your ass, man. Um, do you want, do you have more about the, no, you want to get into the album? Yeah, let's get into it. I, yeah, go ahead. I was hoping to fade it out while you kept singing. I thought that'd be really no, funny. I, I heard it. That's Billy Talbot and Ralph Molina right there, man. Yeah, back. Crazy Horse is back. Back with the man. Is this the right first there. time they're back? Uh, together, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh well, technically they were, I think, back on tonight's the night. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta keep in mind that, keep that that in mind. they I went know. through that whole experience, and that truly wasn't. I haven't an done experience. all my research on that yet, so it was. And true, I haven't either. That's it's, the next album. Yes, well, but it was like they recorded yeah. it before yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. they toured it. Oh, yeah. Like he totally toured it, expecting it to come out, and then at the last second, he was like, "I don't want to put it out because uh, there was like mixing problems." Briggs had hit his mix. Neil wanted his mix. He didn't think that there were enough songs on it. It was basically they just didn't decide on finishing it. So tonight's the night is. Uh, it's one of the ones that's harder to get on vinyl now, like really? like a like a good copy. It's like seventy five bucks. Wow. Yeah, I don't have it. So. Well, the original pressing, uh, we should save this for the next episode. Yeah, we can give a little foreshadowing. Well, the original pressing was printed on, like, ink blotter paper because he wanted it to look, he wanted it to disintegrate over time. That's so fucking and give Neil. give it a certain look. Yeah, Which, right? What was it? Sorry. <laughs> the original pressing of Tonight's the Night. Oh, sweet. I, yeah, I don't have it. That's the one I don't have. I was looking to get it before we did this, but it's... I guess it fucked so up all money. the printing machines. Because it wasn't the usual kind of, of paper that they used or, or cardboard for albums. So the paper would constantly be ripping or something and getting stuck in the machines and stuff like that. You know what, though? Sooner or later, it all gets real. So That's right, man. Walk That's on. right. Walk on. First track from uh, 
on the beach. That one recorded at Broken Arrow with, uh, as we mentioned, the, the uh, rhythm section from Crazy Horse and uh, Ben Keith on Slide. And he sings great, too, in here, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, originally, he wanted that on Tonight's the Night. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's one of the tunes that didn't make it on the on the I guess what they were thinking about the final mix would be. I love this song at that time. It is. It's I it's a, like it's like it's, a real. Did you know this is also included tune. in uh, a part of this is a uh, sort of a response to Sweet Home Alabama. How is that? Oh, I think I, I heard. I, I think I read that. Read that. It's not necessarily at Leonard Skinner. It's more because like we've already talked about that feud was pretty good natured. Yeah. It was more towards what I'm seeing here is the some of the few Southerners, I wouldn't say few, but who felt some animosity towards Young for calling. It, it's still sort oh, of. Oh, for Alabama yeah, and yeah. Southern Man and so, stuff like that. But, well, but fuck them, mostly, they're racist. Yeah, exactly. Agree, I agree. <laughs> uh, it's, but in that same sort of Neil style, it's a, about a ton of different things. Because it's also like a. It's yeah. also directly at the critics of his past exactly. albums. Like, yeah, for a guy who didn't give a shit about what people thought about his art he kind of did on this album he was reading it he, he was clearly he addressed reading it. it directly oh yeah but i think the main message is is what john brought up that was um shit happens yeah. shit happens you got to move on yeah you know and and, and a lot talk, of shit had happened shit to him people yeah. say bad things right yeah. and he was getting a lot of that you know with friends dying yeah and then experiences on tour he hated and band members you know being pissed and Fucking Jack Nietzsche. Fucking Jack Nietzsche. <laughs> Actually, we can't say that because we say fucking Neil. He doesn't deserve a fucking before his name. Is he on Jack, is Jack on this at all? Jack Nietzsche. Fuck, shit. Fuck Jack Nietzsche. Uh, no, I don't think he's on this album at all. No. No, I, this song to me, it's like, uh, it's, it's, a, it's the perfect start because like we said, it's that it starts on a high and it kind of slowly goes down, not in quality, just in vibe. Well, and, and he mentions getting stoned here. And so is it, 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 it some get strange, some get stoned. Does he mean some getting gets, stoned? Some get stoned. Or does he or, mean getting right, stoned yeah. like Dylan meant, getting everybody must get stoned? Yeah, you know? I think it's... Uh, some get stoned. And, I, yeah. Yeah. I think he means getting stoned. I think he you means... Think so? I think it's... I think the whole... I mean, the overarching theme of this album, and especially introducing it in the song, is like, shit happens people talk shit bad shit happens your your best friend and bandmate will mm-hmm. die after right. you fire him like shit happens and that some people people deal with it in different ways some get stoned some get weird sooner or later it's gonna you're just gonna have to deal with it right like it's real right it's like, just a uh, fucking great like song. the great jay-z said just brush the dirt off it's your shoulders mm-hmm. off all right i just wanted right. to mention jay-z in a neil young podcast <laughs> That's all. Let's see how many comments. Didn't you, we you brought up one. this being about Jack Nietzsche? No, Jay Z is what he said. Yeah, he wrote it about Jay Z. It wasn't even like an idea at that time. But he's like, someone's gonna come along. That's gonna Hard Knock Life pioneer, Volume Two, first you know, rec- the hip hop genre, which isn't even in existence. I just love you. I think you did mention that though, right? That you saw that this was maybe about Jack Nietzsche. No. Well, I'm I'm reading that now because <laughs> it says that you're hearing in, things in Shaky that mm-hmm. it says that he relates that this song with Jim Jimmy is that the author McDonough, Jimmy McDonough, yeah, McDonough yeah. Uh, relates that this song was allegedly inspired by Jack Nietzsche, and then it says, but Young can't remember if that's true or not. Yeah, honey slides, <laughs> <I get> that. <laughs> yeah. fucking honey slides, man. I wouldn't be surprised because Jack Nietzsche was so drunk and abusive, and he was one of the guys that would tell Neil when he. You know when he sucked, right. yeah, like Briggs. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if like he thought Nietzsche took it too far, and then that whole thing about him stealing uh, 
Carrie. Oh, not, he didn't steal her. But he dated her afterwards, right. which is a weird thing to do. You yeah. can't steal a person's shoe. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you could in Alabama. But then when Jack That's Nietzsche true. released Hard Knock Life's Volume 2, right. it really... He said, just, just brush the kneel off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it, that's, you know, and he goes, there's that whole thing about, he has that verse about remembering the good old days, mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of money, you know, we used to get crazy all night. There's that whole thing about, I, you know, things were simpler then. I wish I could go back then and, you know, knowing what I know now. A, a common Neil theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In this album, more than the other was, the others too, although in Time Fades Away, it was huge, but this one, from this song and then, like there's lines in on the beach, and then especially ambulance blues, which I'm gonna probably reference every 15 minutes because there's so many. We're great getting lines. to it, Luke. I know. Okay. I'm just saying. Jeez, oh man. But doesn't he say this? Like, there's a line like, "There's no use living in the past" or something like that, and that's we'll save it for that song. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry. I like. I really like the lyrics of this song too. They, I mean, it's. I actually sort of wrote a similar song a while ago about just like hearing friends be like oh this person was saying this shit about you and you know just hearing people say things and not asking you about them or talking to you about shit and it's like someone told someone something yeah yeah down and, by and the i pond. feel like that's a part of yeah it's a part of <laughs> this this uh tune is that vibe for sure right yeah just move on yeah walk on yeah it's like an outcast vibe you know what i mean it makes me feel like i you mean like hey it, now Huh? It's hey, yeah. Uh, all right, 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 all right. Bombs over Baghdad. All right, all right, all right. No, you're thinking of Smash Mouth shoe. It's, no, you think no, this no. has more of a hey, now you're an all star vibe? Oh, yeah, that right? that's what I'm thinking. Sma- I always get Smash Mouth and Outcast confused. Yeah. You're right, Luke. Same thing. Yeah. I'm just stab myself in the eye with a Whoa. fork. Oh, what? No, you're good. It's good. Oh, see what happened? Oh, some. You mentioned Smash Mouth. Yeah. Me. Mrs. Jackson <laughs> was going to roll me. The equipment you, hey, shoot, the bed. Did you listen to the last ep with the thunder after you said uh, Hard Yes, Bell? huh? It's weird. Yeah, that was. I that yeah. well, pretty then, then that clearly. other one was fucking nuts, too. Yeah, so you guys fucking just new. watch your fucking. I, I don't know if it was the thunder <laughs> that I heard in it, but I definitely heard it sounded like you guys all collectively shit your pants. Like <laughs> at once. Well, Luke end. almost did, but was, we ended uh, the podcast actually before that happened. I did run out. I shat twice. We're recording. I'm not going to tell story. I got sick from cigars. Is this? Well, say, okay, story. so, John, you were saying something about Smash Mouth? No, <laughs> no I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, Luke. It's, still, it's still recording when um, it does that. You were saying something about, like, Outcasts, so, Misfits. Uh, well, when I hear that, when I was listening to that song, first, I like, that's the only song I will say, honestly, that I remembered hearing in my past. But um, it must have been so cool to be like, like a freaks and geeks kind of that show. You remember that show? Freaks yeah. And geeks? Oh, yeah. Like being those outcast kid in high school. And then like for this song to come out, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I just feel like it's really identifiable where you're yeah. just like, like I said before at the beginning where it's just like, dude, the, you know, I'm not a jock. I'm not like the cool kids, but then like, I, I still have my own path that I need to follow. And I just can't let other people kind of, Right. Bring me down. Another you know Neil kind of like there. don't be denied, right? Yeah, yeah. Another, yeah. or yeah. or like, um, are you ready for the country? Right. I always go back to that yeah, line. Yeah. Tell you story. That song. Is tell one of my favorite story before it's time to go. Yeah, yeah that's I, a great. Tune. I love that song. Yeah. That you just love my... Donkey Ball, right? Well, I love Donkey Balls. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs> and then you got to listen to um, uh, Shooter Jennings reworked it. Oh, really? He kept the chorus, but he changed the verses. And but he mentions Neil Young, but it's excellent. It's on. Are you ready? Or no. Let's put the O back in country. Can't stop That's the name of the album. Was that before or after Shooter got the green jacket? 
Oh, different shooter? Blue jacket, blue, blue, blue. Uh, gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? What shooter was that? The shooter oh, McGavin. McGavin. Yeah, that's yeah. Shooter yeah. McGavin. He eats little McGavin. pieces of shit for uh, breakfast. I believe that's Mr. Gilmore's no. jacket. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Yeah, let's move on because Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> Your balls. Adam Sandler was mentioned again. And you can count on me, meaning you. <laughs> what? Friends listen to Endless Love in the Dark? <laughs> oh, this... Oh, Jesus. All right. Sky All right. about to rain. See the sky about to rain. Now, walk on's great, right? Yeah. Walk on's yeah, awesome. awesome. We love it. We love it. Right. Yeah. But then it starts to unravel, in my opinion, after this. Song. Unravel in a, in a bad way? No, or no, just no. Like... like I was telling Russ, not in a negative way. It was just it, it, the sound of everything. The, his voice, the band, his playing. Everything starts to unravel, which is kind of what On the Beach, I guess you could say, is about coming after. I always, you you always got to put in the context that he went through the whole tonight's the night thing. So it's kind of right. like, this is like my life now and I'm having trouble controlling it and things are, yeah. are unraveling. I don't know if he meant to do that because by the time you get to ambulance blues, things are completely just all over the place, right. you know, but let's do a, see the sky about to rain. And this has got, um, this is the Tim Drummond. Oh no, this isn't the t- Tim Drummond's on here, but it's not the beard thing. This is Levon's first tune, right? right. Yes, yeah. yes. And the drums are fucking awesome. In this I like the song. It's got a cool melancholic vibe, I feel like. This was written for Harvest. And yeah, I think I read the that. Cut. Yeah. I didn't see that. So and did, he had been playing it live, too. Does he rhyme rain with rain? It's not a, rain, it's not a rhyme. But, uh, but he says it twice, right? Yes. See the sky about to rain. Yes. What's the next line? Blo- broken clouds broken and clouds rain. Broken clouds and rain. Yes. He says rain twice. So what? Just saying. It's tacky. It's fucking Neil, man. Says the guy who wrote a song about Hermione. <laughs> yeah, but From I, Harry Potter? Yes. Yeah. But I didn't say it oh twice in a row. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Saying it once is enough. <laughs> Listen, I have. there's some great lyrics in that song. Yeah. For example, we could walk through the Hogwarts halls with our hands intertwined. Hermione. That's a great line. Yep. Fuck you guys. Genius. The Weird Al influence really shines there. <laughs> Fuck you, muggles. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool to talk about Harry Potter anymore, it's actually. Not, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. J.K. Rowling hates people in transition. <laughs> she right, really let's does. Let's go on with See the Sky About to Rain. She rain. also hates trans, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very good, Russ. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the high point of this podcast episode right now. Wow. That was the best. That was perfect. And just to be clear, I hate trans the album. <laughs> not the people who John's, want to identify as a different sex. John's already cooking up memes. <laughs> already <laughs> cooking up memes. Yep. And your message for next week. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Oh, man. Um, no, I, I like this song a lot. I like the transition from Walk On to this song. I think this fits the best after Walk On. I like how it dips almost immediately. Because he could just go from the, from Walk On into Revolution Blues, but I like that he dips a little and comes back up. I just, I, I'm really into like structures, like mm-hmm. how an album is built in side A and side yeah. B. I think it's fun. Like anytime we record and make an album, sometimes we get like into little arguments about it, but it's always fun to build the album. Um, and like, especially when it when it works really well, it's such a good feeling when it tells a story without telling a story. And I feel like. I feel like this does that really well. Yeah, I agree. I I, <clears throat> I really like this song a lot. Um, I love hearing Ben Keith singing in yeah. this and the steel. And his playing There's no guitar really in this song. There yeah. isn't? No. Uh, Neil no. plays the Wurlitzer. Yeah. And this one says it's on the, on the album here. It says 
produced by Neil and Mark Harmon. So, but you're right. Maybe he's just the engineer, and they just put him as producer here. But this is this is uh, Tim Drummond. Yep. And then again, remember how I brought up Joe Yankee? Yeah, he does. This is it, him he, again he credits on himself. harp. Why does he do that? Why? I mean. We know Neil Young know. plays harmonica for yeah, crying out loud. Yeah, why does he put himself as he, Joe Yankee? Yeah, why does he have to do that? Because he's fucking he knows Neil, man. man. In the future, they'll talk about me on something called a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a honey slide, and it fucking shot him into the, the alternate universe. Right. People will record future these things. Where, yeah. <laughs> I heard one episode in the future where they kept referencing a movie called Back to the Future. <laughs> so I, I made a car. <laughs> Travels in time. It told me my name was Joe Yankee. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the uh, locomotive pull the train whistle blowing through my oh, brain. Yeah, dude. You know, awesome. and again, it's like, see the sky about to rain, but it's not going to stop this right. train that, to me, that's like, uh, it's not going to stop life from moving forward. It's coming. You know? It's all, right. you know, it's coming. You see it coming. You feel it coming. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what's happening. I could also be like the. The creeping of the actual honey slides too. Yeah, that's right. true. That's you know true. Because I mean? you, you, they creep on slow. Any yeah, edible, edibles, you know man. What I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that's a good like, point. They definitely creep on slow. And it's like buying the ticket. You know you're going to take that ride, so you have to. And you can't stop it. And some people, will, yeah, some people will eat, and then they're like, oh, "I don't want to feel this way anymore." It's like, bro, you're. Yeah, that's a year. You're, you've already signed up. You're yeah. in. Your metabolism <laughs> says you're in. Um, to, to, to go back to your favorite tune here with, um, ready for the country. We got the line. Some are bound for happiness. Just about Some to are bring bound for glory. Some are bound to live with less. Who can tell your story? Right. That's my favorite line from this song. It's a great. It's a that great line. A, I, a I love that he, he throws in the, those first two, but then he just says, "Some are bound to live for less. Live with less. Live with less. Yeah. yeah. Live with less. Yeah. Like some people, it's just. In either way, it's like you don't have to be a rock star. Yeah. To tell your story. Right? Or yeah. Well, also yeah, like. I don't know. Just who can tell anyone's story, really? You know, it's your story. And who, I mean, who really, yeah, who can and how can you and... Is it who can tell your story or who will tell your story? Who can tell your story. Who can tell your story, okay. I just like that. I I, I like that it's, like you were saying, with the inevitable, the sky is about to rain. Mm -hmm. Your story, to go back to ready for the country your story needs to be told right can you tell it who can tell it who do you think is telling it yeah so uh, we watched oh god we watched hamilton probably 35 times this weekend because it just came I out still haven't watched it yet. but it's is great it, oh can you sorry this is totally unrelated but i thought they just showed it once live but you can keep going back to it so i, I thought that Disney too Plus which is why now. we watched it Friday, but it's just still on so my kids on have disney just, on disney plus yeah. oh so damn. my kids have been watching okay. it nonstop. but there's a it's brilliant i hate to just be one of those guys because that's all you ever heard i've never seen it i want it's to see it it's yeah. fucking incredible and you, it makes me hate lin-manuel miranda because he's so good and but there's a line that kind of gets repeated throughout different songs but it's just who lives who dies who tells your story because the whole thing is so about, he stole it from neil <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's, even Neil he's, Young. The, he's the Pink Floyd of well, Broadway. Well, he, he also has. He also. <laughs> I'm saying it first. He's the Pink well, Floyd yeah, of Broadway. I mean, he does have the song, this line that goes, "Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you." Or, <laughs> no, he mentions but, Donkey Ball. But the whole. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. the whole. I think the whole point is like, there's this guy Alexander Hamilton, and everyone knows all the other founding fathers, but no one knows a lot about him. So it's like, who's gonna tell your story? But that's interesting because to me, that's like about okay, well. How is history going to view you then? And in that context, yeah. 
so and, and I'm looking at what Neil is saying here, and is that the same thing? Like, either way, your story's going to be told, you know. So who who can do it best? Or, right. And know, I th- is I th- it going to be the one you want told? I think there's he, there's you know responsibility I mean? in those lines. Not to get too over analytical, but he's saying like it's too late for that. <laughs> it's way too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Once we spent 15 minutes on Emperor of Wyoming, it right, became yeah. too late for that. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but. Thanks to Country Time Lemonade. <laughs> Jesus. But when he when he says who can tell your story, to me it's like someone's going to tell your story. And is are you going to be? How are you going to be viewed? Are you going to be a good guy? Are you going to be right. a bad guy? Is your story even going to get told? Well, it's it's like the the voice message we got earlier about saying Neil sounded like a real dick. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, well, is that how we're going to look at Neil? But or? that's how a lot of people told their story about him. That's why I love Shaky a mm-hmm. lot because he gets. Every perspective he right. gets, even his, the good yeah. and the bad. He gets Neil's, but he gets the guy who Neil fired when he was right. didn't show up for And that's kind of like going back to walk on. That's like the first line, right? You know, people have been saying whatever. Some some are good, some are yeah. You know, whatever, and, I, and I, it's I, never I, about the good times. And yeah, I think the theme of this album might be meaninglessness. That's a that's a bummer. Yeah, I'm but not. I guess like, we're done then. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. Not in like yeah. a nihilistic way. More of like, uh, I don't want to get biblical. Gosh, you got you get biblical every, every episode. Time here. You get biblical, man. <laughs> no, what's stopping it's you? Not, now? It's not even worth it. it. I'm just saying. I think that ecclesiastical. I'm just saying that uh, in this song, we have the imagery of a cloud. And knowing it's going to rain. And like you said, the locomotive pulling the train. And some are bound to live with less. Some are bound for glory. But we all have a story to tell. And I just think that it's all sort of... Neil, this whole album sort of feels like whether you're famous or you're bound to live with less or you're a vampire sucking blood from the earth. It's, it's all just a part of this thing. And regardless, yeah, you're going to be dust. eventually. Yeah. And who's going to tell your story? Yes. Who's going to remember it? And not mean, and I don't mean meaningless, like, like again, in that super nihilistic sort of way where it's not hopeful or not worth doing just in the way of like, Stop putting so much stock into certain things. It's meaningless. Well, there's that. Did you guys talk about that a few episodes ago? Well, right? we, Where we, it's like accepting words. Last, last week, yeah, yeah, yeah just words. accepting yeah. like. Yeah. It makes it easier to accept that like it doesn't matter. There's well, no. There's no point. Well, even in, how it comes out. Even in this album on on the beach, doesn't he say my, my problems are meaningless? But yeah, that doesn't, doesn't make, make them, them go, go away. away. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Such maybe a good line. I like the um the dig at harvest in this song. Oh, I didn't catch you this. Um, down in Dixie. The Silver Fiddle. Down in Dixie Land. Right? I played a Silver Fiddle, which is also the name of his publishing company. At I was going to say. Yeah. I saw. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yep. And um, then the man broke it down the middle. Yeah. You know, so that's basically like I went down to Nashville and I recorded Harvest and I played the Silver Fiddle. To me, that's the imagery of, you know, you're you're playing this. Sil- the silver fiddle is like this blessed fiddle or a fiddle with the power to get people to listen. 
you know, almost like a Pied Piper type of thing. And that's what he did. He, he probably didn't mean for that to happen. He just went down, made this album, and it went to number one. And he, like, quadrupled the size of his audience, mm. you know. And then he just didn't like the way business was being conducted at that point. And, like, you know, like that quote we were talking about. It put him in... I'm not saying the word middle here is related to... The middle of the road. Middle of yeah. the road, but, it you know. Be. And now he's trying to, you know, and it just... He, it's like it, it pretty much almost destroyed what i'm trying to do yeah you know out there it took him three albums to get over that speaking of fiddles much. rest in peace charlie daniels what the fuck when did he die today oh shit did That's he really right. yeah. oh shit man yeah. wow yeah there you go wow I'll, I'll take a drink right now for mr yeah. daniels yeah i'm gonna have a squirt for charlie daniels <laughs> <laughs> good god <laughs> i think i just heard a fiddle go yeah <laughs> Wow, oh, holy shit, shit dude. Yeah, man. Sorry. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Bummer. See this um, guy about to rain. Yeah. Shit. Drums are awesome in this song. <laughs> <laughs> for, for real, yeah, though. I want to talk to you about Levon Helm's Do drumming it. style. It's, it's, I didn't notice he, them in this song. He One rarely... Listen again. Even in the band... I've already listened so many times. Right, even in the, when he's playing with the band, he, he doesn't use a lot of cymbals. But he uses his hi hat. He uses mm-hmm. his ride. Yeah, that's why I love him. That's it's about like it, though. Bit. Like he'll do he'll do a little fill or uh, something. Save it for revolution. But he won't he it's won't fine. punctuate it with like a crash or something like that. He'll just not move very on. often. It, he does a lot of you hear that, like in the like, way he does a lot of snare rolls. Yeah, kind of a thing. Um, he plays traditional style. Yeah, too, where he uh, the way he holds his sticks. I won't I won't get too in. I don't want to do but too it, much drummer inter- talk. It's, no, I know, but, but I think its style is interesting because he really doesn't yeah. use a lot of crash he's, cymbals or he doesn't use the cymbals to Welcome to, to Drummer Talk with Russ Condon and Mike Shue. Drummer Talk. It's time for Drummer Talk. <laughs> Today we're going to get into how Levon I'm just going to keep doing the Jagged Voices. People sticks. love it. Now, one person no, loved it. it. you got to um, do the whole thing for trans. Oh, yeah, the album. Right. The, the whole episode. You have to do The album, Shue. Right. That's what I meant. The trans album. Um, no, what if yeah, that's, well, no, it's Levon's drum. We'll talk about it in the next. Let's go into Revolution Blues because he's in this yeah. one too. You want me yeah. to just hit it? Just yeah, hit it? just give yeah. me a little bit of it. Give me a little bit. <clears throat> I fucking love this song. Actually, do me a favor. Go to. Um, yeah, it's a great start. There's Levon right away. One of the greatest rhythm sections. Yeah. Go ever. to. Uh, oh, it's so good. Before like one minute, listen to. Um, l- listen to Rick Danko's bass. Yeah. So distinct. Coming up right here. Right here. That, yeah, that's, that's so, so Rick, Rick Danko, Danko dude. Yeah. Just listen to the band and you'll hear that shit yeah. all the time. It's so good. This is what I love about the band and especially with, with these two guys, the rhythm section here with Rick and Levon, is they're so distinct. Mm-hmm. They, 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 I think there's, that's yeah, probably no why Neil has them here. They're, there's no mistaking those guys, really. Like... Levon's drumming is is so unique and so in the pocket, but um, he's expressive in a way that not a lot of drummers are. Right. And he just fits the the mood, the style. The the mood and style of this album are really important. I think that's when I was looking up the when we were talking about Sky About to Rain, and you you brought up that it was from Harvest or from that era, and someone was writing like I don't know why this was put in. And, so, and someone was like, maybe to fill time. And they were like, well, Neil doesn't really do that. Yeah, he and does. Then, and then someone was saying, <laughs> someone was saying that, 
and then it just kept coming up like it sets a mood it sets a mood it sets right. a mood and that we've all sort of talked about especially with like honey slides and all that and Levon knows how to set a mood and so it's interesting to me that mm -hmm. that last song Levon's the drums and you talk about that being the unraveling and then that sort of being that part of the slide where we're going down this thing now yeah and Levon knows how to set a mood yeah Levon is a drummer who just finds whatever needs to be found and then is there yeah well plus plus he owes them a favor since he ripped off up on cripple creek <laughs> So. That's Neil true. Does, he yeah. called them on it for Shoe's favorite song. Yeah, Cripple Creek, Cripple Ferry. Creek Ferry. Should I play it now? No, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know when I'm gonna take a shit. Um, what I love is like the funk. This is like a funky tune. Yeah, it's funky. Neil Young doesn't. Get, I mean, are there any other Neil Young songs that are as funky as this one? Maybe. Seriously, this is serious not, funk not, in here. Not, and only not he, up to this point. No. He can't do that with the rhythm section from Crazy Horse. No. No. No, no I don't think there rub, is. I that, think, yeah. that rubber funkiness yeah. from Rick Danko and Levon Helm. Oh, only. yeah. Yeah. You know? And it, and Especially Rick, Rick's bass playing yeah. here, man. It, like, I'm glad we played that part because that's so Rick. Yeah. That, and and, and when they're, that, when like they're the together, he, that's the sound of two guys like playing together that have played together so for, much. just forever yeah, yeah. Totally. through the shittiest of gigs and the best of gigs yep. and everything. You know, all of that, just knowing each other's next move and everything like yep. that. And, um, that's what gets it's so funky and it's it, to me it's funky but not funky in the sense of oh yeah let's have a good time right no it's funky like it sounds like a tank mm. like a rolling tank yeah almost yeah. Yeah. that's kind of sputtering and stuff like that and maybe it's because of the 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 subject matter of the lyrics i'm thinking yeah, that yeah yeah you know but it just seems like it could plow over anything or it wants to plow over yeah. right everything you know, and mm -hmm. and um, and David Crosby plays guitar on this too. Right. But apparently, this is why him and Rusty Kershaw don't get along because Rusty Kershaw, who had a big influence in the song in other ways, just laughed at David Crosby all the time. <laughs> laughed at him. I, I, why am I just hearing about this guy now? He sounds like the fucking coolest guy on he the planet. He was like he was like a cartoon <laughs> apparently. Um, Ralph Molina, I think it was Ralph Molina, described him as some big fat tubby redneck. <laughs> Wearing overalls with one side undone and long underwear underneath. <laughs> with, he had a huge beard. You know, this is the guy who had, when they checked him into the hotel near Sunset Sound, the first thing he did was order a case of wine and a case of Fritos <laughs> to be delivered to the room. This guy's right? my goddamn Yeah, this guy's hero. amazing, right? He's amazing. He's, he's just a really interesting character. And... Um, but is yeah, that Crosby. what Joni Mitchell's A Case of You is about? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Oh, no, no. That was on Tonight's Tonight. Never mind. We'll talk about that next time. Um, this, is this the only song about Charlie Manson? No. It's not the only song about Charlie Manson. <laughs> be, I'm kidding. Oh. This is the first one. I didn't know that Neil be the knew one. him and was good friends with him. Neil tried he to get him a record deal. I think I read that. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Mo Austin at Warner Brothers and he was like, this guy's, you know, could be a poet. He, he could, he's got some talent. You and he said something. Oh, let me see if I could find it. I think I got the full quote you're looking for, Russ. Yeah, if you have it. In a 1985 it. interview, Neil says, I can see things in other people. You can see it and feel it. Manson would sing a song um, and just make it up as he went along for three or four minutes and he would never repeat one word. And it all made perfect sense, and it shook you up to listen to it. It yep. was so good that it scared you. Yeah, right there. Yeah, and yeah. I, I get that. I, we, I feel like we've met people like that. Yeah. And you can see, like, dude, you could go down this path if you wanted to, and that's yeah. fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. Do and, you know what and I mean? You could be, yeah. Oh, totally. 
Yes, it yeah. is. It's spooky, for sure. For Pe- sure. People who are just so good with words and so good at improv, but they only use it for, like, weird... I don't know, like, it's just, it's weird to know. I didn't know Manson, I knew he fucked around with the Beach Boys, but I didn't know he was as involved musically as he was. He was super released, involved. he released music. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know Guns that and Roses covered. The Guns N' Roses, and the Beach Boys redid one right. of his songs. Guns N' Roses covered, um, something like, You Better Check Your Game, Girl. I, right I think here. that's what it's called. Uh, it was on the Spaghetti uh, Incident. Let me see. Which, it's not a bad tune. According to Young, the biggest obstacle to Manson achieving fame was that he was so improvisational and unpredictable that a band wouldn't have been able to keep up with him. You know what? You could say that same thing about Neil Young. I know. Right? Isn't that crazy? So I bet they had some kind of connection. Look at your game, girl. Look at your game, girl. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. I've never heard of this. And then the Beach Boys uh, changed Manson's original song, Cease to Exist, into Never Learn Not to Love. Did he ever do anything? Ozzy Osbourne's Bloodbath in Paradise is about Manson. Did he ever do anything with the Beatles? Or he just used Helter Skelter because he no, liked the he Beatles? he never did anything. Yeah. He, he heard, um, he heard, well, he heard uh, voices in their music, supposedly. Yeah, telling and then the song Piggies by the Beatles, which is on the White Album. Are you familiar with that song? I don't think I am, yeah. no. Because he, he, he called those people pigs all the time. Right. It, it was you written know. in blood at one, right. at one of the houses. Yeah. Cops or black people? No, just people that he thought were pigs. Because he, he wanted to start a race war, right? Manson didn't? No. Wasn't that he, his big thing? Well, yes. Yes, that was a big part of it. I thought that was his whole thing. Like, he wanted to yeah. start a race war to usher it, in the apocalypse. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. You're right. Um, but that's not... I don't think that's in reference to... Uh, like, when you say, oh, is he... I think what Shu was saying when he says piggies, pigs is was more like people who aren't on the in type of thing. Maybe. Oh, okay, people that he thought not necessarily were worthy of not necessarily cops or black people. He's just pigs, saying maybe that were, are just being. They pigs. need to be slaughtered. They're taking yeah. more. Yeah, they're taking so, more taking up than, space than they're or they're whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. So totally. was he was he racist? Do you think Manson or was he just crazy? Just insane. I mean, all racists are insane. But well, he did carve a swastika into his forehead. Right. Yeah. So. Just saying. My point. But it, all it, racists are insane. It, He's insane. It feels like in the beginning, maybe he was. I still don't know if that displays racism or crazy, though. Right. Exactly. It's hard <laughs> yeah. to tell. Yeah. Swastika in the forehead. Yeah. Very little of both. Yeah. Little. Yeah. He. His, that was stolen, by hit. the way. That was a Buddha symbol for infinity. <laughs> I'm taking it back. I'm going to cut one in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his his whole that upbringing was pretty fucked. Manson. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. I listened to a whole part. Oh, come on, man. Stop doing that shit. I don't know if you're serious or not. I didn't know Marilyn Manson took that stage name because of... Yeah, yeah. Marilyn Monroe slash Charles Manson. Yeah. I didn't... I never The whole that. band, actually. Every band member in, in Marilyn Manson has some sort of... Really? Like... Yeah, Twiggy like, Ramirez. Tw- Twiggy Ramirez. She, Twiggy yeah. was a model. Wait, are Ramirez. you serious? Yeah, the whole Ramirez. band has, yeah. like, names put together. I've never of, like, heard Twiggy people. Ramirez, but that's almost cooler than yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Every band member in that band has. I love Marilyn Manson. They're all very beautiful people. They are. See what I did? <laughs> you could do that. You're a dad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what do you think the line, so you be good to me and I'll be good to you, and in this land of conditions, I'm not above suspicion. I won't attack you, but I won't back you. But I won't you. back you, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Do you this think whole, that's, do you think that's, because this is supposed to be him. John's ta- having his squirt, by the way. Talking in, uh, <laughs> he's having a squirt. My <laughs> first squirt. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you like grapefruit? I should have asked that. 
I'm actually extremely allergic to grapefruit. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Luke, just dial 911 now, and we'll keep going until the ambulance shows up. That's we got shit. a squirter. Yeah, like a squirt. right. Okay, cool. Yeah, a good squirt. Squirt is a good squirt. Um, I don't the, know what the that lyri- was Yeah, about. the lyrics of this whole song. I also, they're I don't supposed think to be from like Manson's point of view. I yeah, think. Yeah, but that one seems like I feel like it's mostly that. But he ties he, in typical Neil fashion. It's about multiple things at once. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that line seems more personal to him. There's even animal cruelty in here. There is. At least that's what I got from it. Well, it's good to be here asleep on your lawn. Remember your guard dog? Well, I'm afraid that he's gone. It was such a drag to hear him whining all night long. Yes, that was me with the dove setting them free near the factory. Where you build your computer, love, or whatever. That's got to be a Manson thing, though. Right? I hope you get the connection because I can't take the rejection. I know. I really love the way he the structure of these lyrics and the way he sings them within that sort of funky groove you were talking about. right. It's almost Dylan-esque, but better. And here I go again saying Neil's better than Dylan. <laughs> you're, just fe- you're just feeding that fire, that feud. <laughs> the uh, 10 million dune buggies, Luke, that's actually a direct reference to so, yeah. Manson's plan to assemble forces to carry out the race war in the Mojave Desert and stuff. Oh, although Young did say that he was Manson wasn't so much a songwriter as he was a song spewer. Is something that <laughs> I said. I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I read you a quote? He said, "This guy, this guy, he's good. He's just a little out of control." Let me read you a. <laughs> let me read you a rusty just quote. A little. This is Rusty's quote. Uh, rusty talking about playing fiddle on Revolution Blues. He's not c- credited. I know. Man. I saw that too. But yeah, but he. That's him. Um. So he says, and this is actually on the liner notes of the album. It says on Revolution Blues, I turned into a python. Then an alligator. Oh, I saw this. I was crawling like one, yeah. making noise like one. Yeah. Plus, I was eating up the carpet and the milk stands and such. And in the meanwhile, I started to crawl up toward Neil, which is pretty spooky. Yeah. And and he also like spelled shit wrong in that too, right? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It's so. Yeah, good. he was writhing around. On so the they floor. keep they keep switching around. Can you imagine seeing this fucking live with all those guys? Oh, so nuts! And, Again, they're, all, and was, they're all on honey slides. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I love that, that in this amazing. album they all. Like a bunch of people just keep switching off who plays the Wurlitzer, yeah. And in in this yeah. tune, it's Ben. It's Ben Keith. Oh, Ben's playing it. Yeah, yeah. Ben switches up on the instruments a lot. I love that Ben's album. all over the south yeah. doing shit. On dude. the end of yeah. R- Rusty's rambling thing on the liner notes, doesn't he say something about Ben at the very bottom? I'm friends with Ben or something like that. Uh, it's I can't. I'll. Oh yeah, because Ben is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> ben is my friend. Oh, he will nice. never hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, apparently he didn't like the way the band and Neil were Rusty Kershaw didn't like the way they were performing on the song, so he went and he smashed a bunch of that furniture he made them go out and get. He just ripped the place <laughs> apart. He just tore it apart, beat the shit out of like Sorry, with, with Mike stands Rusty, Rusty Kershaw, and, he, and then he stopped. He's the one he, that wanted them to get it, right? right? Well, then he said he didn't like the way they were playing on this song, and then he said, "That's revolution, motherfucker." Can we start a Rusty and then he Kershaw said the, podcast? The very next so I, take, we'll do a Patreon po- <laughs> yeah. about him and and uh, David Briggs. Briggs, yeah. 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 But and then, then that's the, and then, then who's said, the guy who showed up? Gold, that guy. Oh, too. Uh, yeah, he was the bass player, uh, George. Reeves or something like that, mm. I think. So far, Rusty fucking rules. But after, awesome. after he did that, that's the take we hear right now on the album. That was, he, he nailed it. 
after Rusty tore the wow. place apart awesome. and writhing around like a snake. That's so funny. <laughs> what a whack. That's a producer. Oh, right yeah. There. He doesn't even get producer credit on here. Uh, oh. Then there's the Laurel Canyon reference, too, which I know yeah. he's referencing Manson, but it's almost a part of that's like right? Neil, dude. That's Whoa, him. No, man. no, that's totally him. That's too. Neil, man. Yeah, that's Manson. Part of that, that's I, where he agreed that's with like, Neil. That's almost like Neil channeling that Manson. Like, he's sort of taking that. He's. Like manifesting that and Yo, saying yeah. some shit, some I hate dark, them worse deep than lepers. shit that he wants to say. I'll that kill them yeah. in their he cars. He feels like he can't right. say and he's otherwise. Doing it with a Manson mask on. Yeah, you know, this one, yeah that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like taking that role, sort of. Yeah, like almost. Yeah, like being possessed by that spirit oh, and can saying we, that. Can we hear that? Can we hear that? That line on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to play another part of this song too. This song is just so great. Yeah, right. I can Shit. think of is like David Crosby's playing guitar in this song. I was just gonna say, and like go David Crosby's like, hey, that's me. <laughs> well, I'm did right you here. See that, did you see that Crosby told him not to do this song? Yeah, he was nervous. He oh, didn't yeah, want to play the song, and the, then they played the it live. Tour, yeah, yeah, and he was like, no, we can't He's do like, this. I don't want to do it. You're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Neil was like, guy no, in fuck Laurel you. Canyon. Yeah, right? <laughs> I just think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, don't you it's think about that's, our, I will that's say, what he said? Yeah. He basically said it's it's just a song, David. I, I wrote it about our old friend Charlie. <sighs> Remember when all, he all that shit though about, that lady? About, about Crosby and everything we've already talked about. I will say, when when they're playing here together, Neil has more of a I don't know uh, a platform or or just an ability to just sort of shift into a cooler sound. I think. Yeah. Um, I really like the way. They, they play off each other in this in this song. But I think that also might be a part of it, might be having Rick and, and Levon and even Ben and Rusty just um, – but I think mostly like having that um, – the rhythm section there with, with Rick and, and Levon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm just saying it's I, almost I like really like the – It's military kind yeah. of – mil- that's why I get that tank, that yeah, rolling yeah, yeah. tank imagery. Which, is, which just- is very Charlie Manson. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to like roll this tank yeah. in the Laurel Canyon and – just create havoc. Uh, I just, I just really like, I like how Crosby's here, and I like the way Neil plays off of him. It's kind of like he, it gives him more freedom, to just like mm-hmm. get sort of get a little loose. There's a, there's a shift change, but it's fine. It's like uh, if people want to listen to it, I wrote it down. It's at like yeah. I hope right, everyone's listening to this album right before two minutes before or after right they before to the right podcast. before two ish minutes in. There's like a shift mm-hmm. in the tone of the the guitars, and it's it's really cool. It's right around where Rusty turns from a python into an, into alligator, an alligator and starts crawling right. toward Neil into yeah. a can of squirt or whatever <laughs> else he turns into. Can we go to? Can we? Can you please play the top of further turns? Yeah. No, please. This is right, like my this favorite is one of fucking this, this song. This is one of his best songs. Though. Unbelievable. This is a great song. In, crank it up. This is just like a foot stomping. Oh, yeah. they, they mic the foot stomp. Of course they did. Yeah. Period. That's yeah. foot. Oh, love it. All the sailors with the seasick mama. Yeah, we Hear know the you know this song. On the shore. Uh, you can't can you not, not sing along. Yeah, that passion he's got to yeah, sing. That Singing voice, songs for pimps with tailors. Let's stay. Can you keep the chorus? Keep the chorus. It's such a good chorus. Listen to Ben Keith come in. Yeah, he's great here. You can really learn a lot that Stop way. Stop singing over it. Sorry. 
change you in the middle of the day Though your confidence may be shattered The way their voices break, dude yeah. It doesn't matter So there you go, my theme again It doesn't matter It's here right. it is again Right um, oh, it, wait, go, go, sorry. I can't play no, the whole wait, song. No, I'm getting so excited. Just yeah, we'll get sorry. I love how Russ is like, just all right, everyone, listen to the chorus. Listen to the chorus. No, just skip he's ahead. Like, just he's skip like, ahead. listen to the chorus, and then he skip. sings Russ, over the chorus. Skip ahead to the next time that chorus ends, and so not that one, but the next one, where you hear Ben's, like, meow with yeah. the fucking steel. Oh, you know what I'm talking oh, no, about, he's, he's playing a dobro. Be shattered. Right here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, it's Keith, like a, it's man. like a it's literally like a cat like yeah. Oh, it's ben so Keith, good, man. dude. He's fucks so me good. up. This song is just Neil and Ben Keith and it rocks me. Yeah. I fucking love it. I don't know if you guys can feel but it. How do you oh yeah, really man, I'm scared though. right now. Oh, I don't, am I, I, I mansoning you? Russ has a Russ has a full fledged boner right now. Oh totally. Now. Yeah, it looks like a, a squirt it's, can. It's kind of uncomfortable. He's got a squirt can in his pants. Grapefruit boner. Oh god, it's so good. Grapefruit boner sounds like a shitty swing song from the nineties. Grapefruit boner. Grapefruit boner. That's a band that would play upstairs at the middle east. Wasn't that a fucking weird album? Probably. Oh yeah. Come on. Grapefruit diet. Yeah. The banjo here is so. Wait, there's banjo in this song. Is it an actual? Yeah, Neil's playing the banjo. Come on, Luke. Stop it. He's it being an ass. He's, this is his thing. I'm not being episode. an ass. I'm making a joke. I'm keeping it light because you're going fucking way up here, and i got to bring it down a little bit. Well, let's break it down. Is it an All actual right? banjo, or is it like a six-string guitar-tuned banjo? No, it's, no, it's a, a real banjo. banjo. It is a banjo? Because yeah. yeah. I saw the on the YouTube, obvious version of this that I was listening to, not this song, mm-hmm. but Ambulance Blues, he's playing that with like a six-string, or, oh, or it might be a banjo, but it's tuned to a guitar. Okay. Like, it's just standard guitar tuning. So I wasn't sure if that was the same thing with this. But I'm with you, Russ. This is, like, the best song on the album. Ugh. And it's something about... I'm a sucker for, like, foot-stomping anthems. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys listen to William Elliott Whitmore. just about to bring him up. But, yeah. like, th- just a dude with a banjo or a dude with a guitar and then, like, that, that, that epic foot stomp. Didn't you yeah. see like, him live at the Sinclair or something like that? Uh, I don't think I've actually seen uh, him. No, I, did I thought see he opened him for Primus. I, no, I did see him live once. No, he didn't open for Primus, but I actually did see him live once. He got really, really drunk yeah. and it's, the uh, show you, went to shit Do you know this guy, quick. Mike? He's no, like a skinny white guy. So when you hear him, you're like, this is an old black man. Yeah. And then you see him live and it's the skinny like young white guy and he's like, he looks like he should talk like this. Yeah. Like, he looks like a he looks like a guy that shops for records at Newberry Comics. Yeah. Like, just a hipster. He looks like a hipster. But he's got this, like, but deep he's droning voice. But he's got this great voice. voice. Like, and, and his lyrics are so, like... His, vo- his voice might be one of the best voices He either sings about getting heard. drunk, dying, or just, like, depression. Those are, like, his three themes that he sings about. But he has these songs that are, like, this song, like, for the turnstiles. Just a banjo. Just just a guitar or a banjo and that, like, slow driving foot stomp. Yeah. And, like, you just see him on a stool. You almost see, like, like dirt on the floor just rising up in a cloud of smoke around him as he's just stomping away to the beat of the song. And it's, like, easily the best song on this album. Yeah. But, like, I'm a sucker for that kind of music. You know what I mean? What is is this song about? Something you can stomp your foot to. This well, song, this is, go ahead. To me, it's definitely about being in the music business and the business part of the music business. And definitely references, in my 
opinion, the Time Fades Away tour. Mm-hmm. There's a few references that I think are directly towards the Time Fades Away tour. But that, that first line, the, all the sailors with their seasick mamas hear the sirens on the shore. You know, that's, that's like... Those so th- are, this is actually a true thing. Did you, know, did you see this? The, the whole, uh, like the pimps and the, the prostitutes. Oh, thing. yeah. And he, had, he was friends with this woman, Margot St. James, yes. who yeah, was yeah. an activist for sex workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. like, had a, a show or something. And, um, <clears throat> but I really like that. So there's a base. The baseball reference is how the song ends. I, that's my favorite reference. But I love that it's, it's not about baseball. No. It is, but it isn't. No. It, because that line, which might, is so fucking good. Where he says the bush league batters left to die on the diamonds. Yep. Oh my God, left yeah. to die on their diamonds. That's it's the like, stray. That's the stray Gators. He's talking about the stray Gators. But is he also? Yeah. And he's so? talking. He's, yeah. To me, that's him. That's he's talking about himself and the stray yes, Gators. Yes, I agree. Put it into a situation that he's never experienced before, having a number one album in an arena the full fame, of people, the, yeah, again, and not playing hard of gold. Yeah. And they're headed for the turnstiles yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, not getting, they're not getting they're not getting a show leaving. that sounds like yes. Harvest. Just you know? how good is that imagery, man? Yeah, the that's beautiful. Left man. to die on the diamond. It's like yep. God. That's fucking such good lyrics. And it uh, just ah, uh, there there's so many. And then even we didn't talk about the second verse too, with like the the um the what is it the the great explorers, the great explorers, are all and, in granite now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Under white sheets, for the great unveiling at the big parade. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And again, every time he's, he he re- makes these references to these things, and then that chorus, ah, oh, it's just it's so good. You know, you can really learn a lot that yeah. way. It can change you in the middle of the day. That means uh, to me, that means it can just turn your world upside down. Right. In an, in an instant. Like you think your day is going one way, and then it's just just either went to shit or it became, you know, a million times better. Right. Yeah. And then and right after that, though your confidence may be shattered, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. But Luke, we were, I, we were just saying that that last, the, the whole song ends with that sort of That baseball reference metaphor. To, yeah, yeah, but it's so, it's not just about baseball. Like Mike was saying, it's referencing like him and the Stray Gators and just like that, uh, yeah. the hard Bush League the, because the, they, they've never been on a huge arena tour. They never had a number one album. You know, he's never had a number one album before. So he took his band out mm. to to deal with that. And they were bush leaguers yeah. because they're rook they're rookies with that kind of thing. You know, yeah. he never had that kind of tour crowd fame with Buffalo Springfield or Crazy Horse, you know, or, or acoustic solo or whatever. He took it out there and it it, it basically kicked his ass. Well, because the line you know? Luke is Left to die on the diamond. Yeah, it's I love so that line. Good. Yeah. It's That's so my favorite fucking line. Good, and then like having like she was saying like, and then the the home crowd. Uh, and then the home crowd scatters for the turnstiles. Yeah, because like, he's not they're, playing they're, heart of gold. Yeah, they're, so they're taking off. Nobody yeah. fucking wants to hear hear it. You know. Yeah. Left yeah. to die on the diamonds. Ugh. That's great. It's so fucking awesome. All the all the greatest have good baseball metaphors. <laughs> saying yeah john fogarty john fogarty well yeah. that wasn't a metaphor that was kind of a direct uh yeah that's true did okay. you did you see that carrie <laughs> snodgrass uh unintentionally provided the song's melody with why whistling it around yeah, the house she was like walking around whistling or whatever that's amazing so he just yeah. snatched that out of the air it's a fucking it's thief nuts, like it? that yeah he's she she didn't even get a dime nope <laughs> uh, i'm sure she actually made out fairly well he probably didn't sign too many prenups I, yeah, was a prenup even a thing <laughs> I don't back think then? It was, yeah. In the drug-addled <laughs> 60s and 70s? 
We we sort of I touched on it when I was screaming and screeching and hollering at the beginning of how much I love. Oh, this when song. you were like, play that song, play that song. Oh my God, right this song! Listen, listen. God, you were normal yesterday. <laughs> uh, dude, I just really love you. You referenced it too, like how Ben and Neil's voices in this—it's so raw. And and they just blend so well together, and like their voices sort of crack at the same time. Well, he yeah. he had a treatment for that. He upped his cigarette intake. Neil because did? he wanted that. He wanted it to be like yeah. That. So he, he they, threw I in mean, an extra pack of cigarettes a day. So he was like up to two, three packs of cigarettes a day, trying to get that for real. Yeah, trying wow. to get that wheeziness in his. Do voice. Do you know why he started singing, like in general? Because he used to just play guitar, because he didn't want to pay another guy. They were he, <laughs> he said he said Neil, man. he said Neil, he said hashtag FNF when they were first playing in Winnipeg and around Canada they would that's um, awesome they had, he had all his little bands that he had um, and uh, you know they were starting to catch fame and someone was like well you guys you should sing some songs and he never even thought of himself as a singer but he thought if a we hire a singer don't. we're only making twenty bucks a show. So right. I'm, I'm going to... And that's said, Canadian. Yeah. And he's 20 like, Canadian dollars. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Back day, in the 60s. 15.50? That's like $1.12. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but he, was, he was thinking, I'm making... So after the split, I'm making five bucks, so I'm going to have to give up another dollar for a singer. And he's that's, like, I'll, ju- I'll just start singing. Yeah. That's so basically awesome. he started singing because he was greedy. Yeah. But he said... He said... <laughs> fucking Neil. People... <laughs> fucking Neil. But people... His, obviously his voice can be jarring to some people. My wife does not like Neil Young at all. Because of the voice? Because of the voice, I yeah, think. That's, but, yeah, um, a lot of people say that. I love his voice, but when he first started, a lot of people said, eh, you know, you shouldn't sing. Like, you're a great guitar player, but you should leave singing to someone else. And he said... The and first he said, shut up, Stephen Stills. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he, fr- well, he said when he first got up, he was more nervous than he's ever been when he, he was going to have to sing. Slide. <laughs> but then he... I'll show you singing. I think wow. it's in Shaky that... He slid out of the room on his guitar. <laughs> but he was so nervous, but then after he did it, it he, he loved it. And then he said, yeah. "Why did what, did the crowd love you?" He said, "Oh no, they didn't love it, but I loved but it." But I loved it, yeah. right? And that's all that matters. He said, "I, he said, I just right. loved singing." Well, yeah. in this one, we always talk. Another common Neil theme is that whole thing of going back to the simpler times, going back to the country, the farm. No, that's uh, a canned heat song. Yes. <laughs> back to my point. Um, <laughs> it, it, in this song, I feel like it's fully captured the vibe of that. This sound, Ben and Neil sound like old fucking wise farm dudes on a porch right you know like rocking in their goddamn yeah. chairs the stomping their chair, feet yeah, well, yeah they, you like know what? sipping this, their sweet tea at this point he was moonshine. 27 28 nuts, i think dude. nuts but but he oh when he, he wrote this i don't know he yeah. already had that wisdom going because totally seriously again you got to keep in mind this tonight's the night tour he did before recording this right was just insane yeah he pushed himself, and the, he made the band push themselves. And he didn't push the band like he did with the Stray Gators. He kind of like... He didn't leave them to die on their diamonds. No, he didn't. And he, <laughs> he, he like used chemicals to do it. Not yeah. just booze, but everything else to yeah. try to just get the band to be totally... To lose all inhibitions and stuff yeah. like that. You know, so he went through this you know, thing with Harvest, and then he went in the Time Fades Away tour, and that whole experience, and Danny Witten dying and everything... So by this time, and his marriage, he's on his second marriage, which is falling apart, and Charles Manson and all this shit and the right. businessmen. So, yeah, at this point, 
he is kind of the old wise guy right, at totally. 27 years old. And I, and I just think this song captures that yeah. to me. And, and we've, we've talked about hearing the, the room, right? I've, you can hear it in this one, too. Yeah. Well, know? that's you know what? This is one of the Briggs tunes. Yes. Yeah, yep. this is the one, he did, uh, one of the Briggs ones from Broken Arrow. Yep, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Should we move on? Yes, let's move on. I could talk about this song forever. Vampire Blues. Vampire Blues. Now, so I just have to say, you guys are probably going to hate me for this, but it's such a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, I it's can see that. Such Vampire a Bob, Blues? It's just, yeah, like, play, are you going to open up with it? Yeah, I'll open with it. Open up with it. Well, it starts with that classic blues yeah, this is. Yeah, it's pretty straight ahead blues. I'm a vampire. I see what you're saying. A little bit. And then the babe. Doesn't he throw a babe in there? I just love the Wurlitzer right in the back there. That's a Wurlitzer, right? Yes. Is, so, that, is that Graham now? That's Graham now. Yeah. Oh. Babe, like, you hear the babe? Like. A little bit. Well, he loved he's loved Dylan from the beginning. I gotta disagree with you on that. I I, 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 I had a feeling you I would. Don't, I don't think Dylan. I hear what you're saying, but I don't think Dylan. Oh, sorry. Would, not 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 Wurlitzer on this, and that is an organ, and that's Ben Keith. Oh yeah, there you of go. Of course, Benny Keith. Um, ben also plays I, vocal and hair drum. I I don't think um, something called a hair. Don't drum. get me wrong. It's not. I'm not saying I hate the song. No, no, I'm not getting it, that just, at all. To me though, it sounds like it could almost be a Bob Dylan cover. I, I don't think Dylan would be so obvious. No, be I think Dylan would. He would. He would paint it over with more, more metaphors okay. or deeper metaphors here. Neil's being pretty direct on who he is. Yeah. And what his role is in yeah, the story. Okay. You know what I mean? Dylan Lear, would Lear, probably be like, you know, men who live in ivory castles will come <laughs> down and drink the sweet wine of the Lord and Lady that come. You know, it, to me, it would just be, it would just be like way more involved with Dylan. That's post-salvation, Bob Dylan, though, right? No, no, this pre salvation No, this is uh, I do love, just just post-electric. Uh, that was okay. always funny to me, like <laughs> listening listen to Dylan or people talk about Dylan back in the day. Like they'd play a song like. Blowing in the wind, and they're like, "That's a protest song." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Do you want to hear another protest song?" And they'd be like, "The lords and the ladies of the knights around the table all drank their," <laughs> and be like, "Ah, oh, it's such a t- it's about the Vietnam War." I'm like, "Okay, Is it really? sure, I guess." <laughs> sure, okay, we'll I think you're that. saying more like structurally, though, maybe like just the sound. Like it sounds, yeah. it sounds right. like I Neil is that. doing a Dylan. Now, yeah. you know I know I mean? you were concerned, John. This is not literal. Neil's not actually a vampire. He, I didn't well, want you to. I, don't want I know to, you were nervous. I'm, you guys are probably nervous that I'm going to expose this, but he definitely is a vampire. He's not a vampire. He's 100% a vampire. Now, why do you say this? It's all about the adrenochrome, dude. <laughs> he's like, he's a part of the established sy- system and feeding off of adrenochrome from tortured young children, so... Yeah, those adrenal glands will send you off, man. We're not, Gotta milk them. I We're mean, not you going down this road. Are bad. <laughs> uh, the top one. Those adrenal glands—they yeah. cut out his adrenal glands. <laughs> Just a tiny taste. <laughs> Anyone want a beer while we're in the fridge? Man, thank you. Um, I I like the song. It's my. I really like the song. It. Uh, I don't know how to say this without. No, it's a. But I. It's. This might be my cut song, maybe. Same. I, uh, but I really like it. I like the vibe. I right. like the kind of groove of it. Like, I could sit and listen to this song. I think that speaks to the, the how good this album is I'm as a be, whole. It's, gonna... it's kind of the thing that makes me want to cut it above anything else is it's very limited. There's not much to it. But I, I like you know that. I mean? it's, it's a blues tune. I think it's, I, it's, it's very specific. 
Yeah, it's it's per it's. I mean, it's intentional. It's a, uh, but I, I agree. It's compared to like ambulance blues. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's nothing to. I this do song. love that he has three blues like quote not blues songs but, but songs yeah. called blues and they yeah. couldn't be more different from yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. So I. This is the most blues of his. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, totally. Blues titled songs. Yeah, I don't mind it being so direct. Really? You know, I, I I think you know Neil's always been someone who's concerned with the environment. You know, and this is him talking. And we know what Neil's, how Neil feels about cars. You know, the guy's a great lover of cars. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a, a man in that way. I did not just, make that connection with he this. He loves, he, if you read, and you're reading Shake. You see, yeah. you'll, like, he's got cars all over the His ranch. His car was finds. a fucking hearse. Right. But he, he, he's. He didn't go out and buy Bentleys and shit when yeah. he made his first million. He went out and he found like a shitty old Ford, like a 48 Ford or something yeah. that he'd buy for 500 bucks and he'd drive it on the ranch and he'd tinker with them and, yeah. you know, play around with them and stuff. And, and up to this day with the electric car and the, and the you know, his, his mission to, to make a better electric car that, that was more like a classic car, but, you know, and stuff like that. So this, you know, he knows about what oil production so do is doing to the earth. So you think he's being you know? a little bit hypocritical, like in, almost purposefully? I think he's addressing he's, it. He starts by saying, he's saying the I'm oil companies vampire. are... Yeah, but he's also in that same way where he, where he was speaking as Charlie Manson in Revolution Blues. In this one, he starts off by speaking as the, the evil oil companies. Right. But in the second verse, he says, I think he is then now talking about himself where he says, I'm a black bat baby banging on your window pane or whatever. Right. And then he says, um, he says, I'm a black bat babe. That's where he says, babe. Yeah. Uh, I need my high octane. And so I sort of think he's saying like, yeah, the oil companies fucking suck and something needs to be done about it, but I like my old cars. Right. Well, we and all... And I need my high octane. Right. We all do, right? We all so, need our cars for and one that, reason and, and at another. that time, like, there was no other option, really. For cars there was no there was leaded gas basically right you know and not just what oil and oil production and the consumption of oil does to the environment but what what that industry does to the world mm. you know how many wars have we fought over resources all of them right right except for maybe you one know, why are we always at at war in the middle east you know why yeah. why are we always at odds with venezuela what do they have that we want oil Right. Right. Yeah. O- Iran, Iraq. Yeah. The fact Syria. that the fact that America is basic, the United States is basically owns the rest of the planet is because of oil. Right. There's only like a few right. countries that we don't have. Right. So when Syria break broke out into civil war and and people were being massacred and people millions of people were turned into refugees, what did we do? First thing we did is we sent, you know military in to protect the oil fields from the Russians. Yeah. That's the first thing we did. Right. Right. So he's saying that we're we're all like we're we're vampire and what's a vampire? What what does a vampire have to do to stay alive? Suck blood. Right. Like a junkie, right? Not go out in the daylight. There's one thing that Are you junk- nervous about vampires? Do you need me to tell you what wards them off? Garlic. I have, I have garlic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A garlic. wooden steak will I have do garlic. it as well. <laughs> um, there was probably garlic in those voodoo chips, right? Definitely, probably a little bit of oil in the in the oil in the subs. The oil and vinegar from yeah. the subs will yeah. definitely ward off vampires. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Veronas. Um, <laughs> also, but so so vampire is like a junkie. 
But, yeah, yes, you know? totally. Milk and blood. And so we need that to live. Not like, like a junkie, but we need our cars. Like, let's all imagine, like, if we didn't have vehicle, who, who doesn't have a vehicle in this room? Right. Yeah. And what, do we, what, what if we didn't have our cars? Right. Like, I wouldn't be able to get to work. Right. Right? And then how would I be able to make money to live? Right. So it's, it's kind of like that to me. Like, we're all vampires, really. We are. You know, we're, we're all kind of addicted to gasoline. And very hypocritical about it, I think, might be an underlying Yeah, because we well, all care about saying. the environment yeah, totally. and stuff, but, yeah. you know, we, I need my car. I just it, drove eight hours today right, from Pennsylvania. Right. Right. I need yeah. my fucking car. And then yeah. I like, too, that the, the verse right after those ones, the first two that we just mentioned, which are him saying, I'm a vampire, whether it be in him speaking for the oil company and then for himself and all mm-hmm. of us needing cars... He then says, good times are coming, uh, but they're sh- I hear it everywhere I go. And then it says, good times are coming, but, but they're, they're sure slow. coming slow. Yeah. And to me, that goes back to the I see the sky one. about terrain sort of thing, where it's, you know, it's like I, another one of those time travel and Neil type of things where it's like maybe he went into the future and saw the Tesla or something. And like, right. he knows things can get better if we get better. Yeah. But it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and, and Neil so, Young is a time traveling vampire. We we right. stand by that. Someone here on make the that into a fucking. Let's have Slynn do a do some Neil Young's a time traveling vampire. vampire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's on season three of what we do in the show. What were you going to say, Shu? I totally forgot now because now I'm thinking of the time traveling vampire miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> like, That'd be a awesome fucking great show, wouldn't how it? How awesome that would be! Yeah. Someone like, get vampires like travel through time, and you know they're sucking Abe Lincoln's blood. That'd be so fucking cool, man. That'd be that awesome. awesome. Like, oh, Jesus. Dude, you just got you got Neil and you got Rusty and they're just crawling towards <laughs> yeah, someone fucking out of their minds it on the slides. It has to be Neil and Rusty they're just like, slides, "Hey, I'm yeah. going to suck your blood." And then yeah. it's like, "Thanks." They're making honey slides with blood. God, this is going to be the longest episode we've ever done. Traveling vampires is the best thing I've ever I got some shit I want to say. What were you going to You don't remember what you were going to say? No, I totally don't remember. I, we, Sorry. We, that's all right. No, it's fine. I love that Ben, dude, again, is doing tons of shit on it. He's playing the organ, mm-hmm. so that's not a Wurlitzer. Is this one he's playing the bass on? He uh, he plays, nope, okay. it's organ, vocal, and then hair drum. What's and a when, hair drum? When I, I don't know. When I was writing, the, when is I was originally taking head? notes before, I don't know. Somebody I, who's I passed out. Because they said a lot of people would just pass out because of the honey slides, and there'd yeah. be people be, laying should, around the let studio. Let me look at a bongo. Let me look at someone's Yeah, so some hey, guys passed hey, out. Neil, he was he, like, he, I'll just use his head. Hey, Neil, what's that sound? Were you just hitting Rick Danko's head? Nah, it was a hair drum. Not a head, Neil. It's a hair drum. We were so poor, I couldn't afford drums. I don't even know. I'd use my brother's head. It's hard to find. I think it's just like a kind of a thing. It's like a what thing? Like a percussion sort of a vibe. But (laughs) yeah, just Google it. It's hard to find. But yeah, it's you're a drummer. I know. I don't don't know what it is. But anyway, uh, he also sings. He sings great on this. Um, Thanks. Okay, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this before we started recording, but at the end of the song. Oh, the yeah. The second we... time that Neil said, let's go to it after we talk about going? this. But I think it's at like 3.13. What were you talking about? So I wanted to say this to you, and I, because we were talking about after he says the good times are coming, but they're yeah. sure coming slow. He doesn't finish it. Like in the first time he says it, he sings the whole line, right? right. The, at the end of the song, he says, says that again. They're coming slow. Good times are coming. They're coming slow. And then he just like fingers the guitar. He like that, finger yeah. fucks the guitar. Right. Good times are coming. He doesn't say they're coming slow. He does this instead. Now listen. Listen with that. Listen to the... 
play that low part. That it's Ben. That's like super. Like he turned the bass all the way up on the organ. Oh, that's that is cool. But to me, that's it's creepy. That's another it's, way of saying they're coming slow. Yeah. Instead of him singing it, like we've talked about with Ben singing things with the music. Here, hold on, hold on. Turn this up. That one was for Adam Moore. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you I feel thought about we were going to get a full episode. Like how do you guys feel about that? I like I, I love it. it. That's, That's awesome. not Dylan. No, that's not the one at all. part of the not song. Not at all. No, no, no. That you talk about everything else being pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's the one that's, part of this song that, and I think it's, it's the highlight. So the, yeah, that's the me. only thing on my and notes. It's the only thing I wrote down. I wrote, I wrote uh, the droning end solo. Don't mention Adam Morin. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, it, I do love Adam Morin. He is posting a bunch of funny memes, but but I, I really do think that it it's intentional that he goes back to the good times are coming line, and we all know in the first part of the song because he's repeats it in that blues fashion he says but they're sure coming slow yeah and i hear it everywhere i go whatever he doesn't say it this time he just fucking does that right. and you're waiting <laughs> you're waiting for him to kick it, in. yeah and exactly yeah, and right? then instead you just get that and then you and get that's the, intentional uh, uh, and it's like this, and it's, yeah and it's yeah. slow it's this weird slow but not it's yeah. like this uh, oh it's and and yeah. and I think a, a bit of what you're hearing that you were trying to make reference to was that's Ben on the organ doing some weird. I love bass that. It's like he turned there. the treble completely off of the organ. Because you've sound mentioned the many bass. times Ben singing. Yeah. And that to me is a part of that. Is a part of that. Ben yeah. is singing with it's, Neil right. It's there, almost like a with the it's organ. Just, it's not even a sound. It's like almost like a presence. Yeah. Of this like low murmur of something you can't yep. almost yeah. can't make out what it is. Yeah. It's dark. It's. It's it's, oh, like it's, a, it's supposed to be. You're talking about the undead, yeah, right? That's right. true. Feeding off of other time people. traveling and vampires. So you, yeah, time traveling vampires. So it's got to sound creepy, mm-hmm. and that's what that that first guitar part is like. That just a little. Yeah, and that's just the tension, the creepiness. You get the low tune in there, definitely creating honey slides. Honey slides. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, let's move. Let's move on on yeah. the beach. Uh, yeah, great song. Fucking love it. Let's get into it. I gotta get my notes here. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> are awesome. You stop, at, stop sounding like a CEO. Time. All right, guys. Okay, let's get into it. All right, great We're song. Okay, let's put my notes out. Okay. All right, everyone. Are you guys ready? You sound like a Rick and Morty I'll character. I'll just go to the jacket voice then, because I no, feel much more no. comfortable. This with has that. the lines we were talking about earlier that I have problems. What is it? The my problems are meaningless. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't my change any. Though my problems are meaningless, that don't make them go away. Right. E- yeah. Every Which line, I think, again, is sort of a, the overall theme, maybe, of this whole record. Here. Every line of this song is good. Well, I, I see. Yeah, I totally see that as. Oh, I got problems. Like, okay, I real, feel real bad for you, Neil Young. How's your fucking ranch? <laughs> but he's. You but know? I think he's he's so aware of that. Right, that's that's what this line means. It's yeah. like I got problem. Other people have worse problems, but that doesn't right. make my problems go away. You, right. you know, the, I'm still got a deal. You showed him the Rick and Morty meme. Yeah, the, I did. The, the, yes, yeah, yeah, I know the love and the oh yeah, Morty's fit. Oh jeez, this you know, I hate being famous. <laughs> um, I need a crowd of people, but I can't face them day to day. That to me is, that's Neil. Summed up again, it, one of those lines that is just you could put that on tombstone. You it's know, like so it's, simple. It's every yeah. line, it, even the one. Uh, I, what is it? I went to the radio interview. What right. does he say? I was right. alone and at I was the like, microphone. I was, I was alone, alone at, at the, the microphone. microphone. Do you think yeah. he says that line like literally meaning he needs like he 
he wants people around him, or is it like he, it's both. he's depending it's, on it's, the it's, fact that his light, like his livelihood, right. depends on I need having these people no, around him. But he doesn't. I think it's he'd rather be like alone. Yeah. I think it's right. both because I and I, I'm sure maybe Luke feels the same way. I. If I don't play a show, like when we were in quarantine, yeah. it was like I needed that so wait, fucking. What, wait, what was quarantine? <laughs> this is the part this. of the show where we tell John what happened in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, John's been in a coma for four months. <laughs> yeah. I didn't wow, hear about awesome. this. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I feel that so much, and and a part of it, I think, for Neil is yes, he needs that to pay the bills and yeah. to do the thing that he does, but also. There's just a thing in a, a, a musician and someone who, like Neil, who I think feeds off of, like we've talked about, vibes, energies, the feel. Sorry, Adam blood, Warren. Blood. blood. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's just, it's so important. And uh, what? I'm just laughing at nothing. Just keep going. I'm laughing at the fact that we keep referencing that Neil's a vampire. I think that's funny. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. That else. means Daryl Hannah's a vampire now. <laughs> Damn straight she is. Have you Jesus seen her during Christ. the day? Because I haven't. I don't know. Just in movies. Yeah, but that was before she started dating Neil. That's very true, Luke. It's very Thank you. true. <laughs> yeah, I have to say about this song. Um, oh, wait. We're still talking about vampire blues or on the beach. Where oh, are we? We're on the beach. Okay. Um, this has some of Neil's best guitar playing ever. Really? On the yeah. beach? I mean, he's playing the blues. Yeah. You know, you're saying that there's a blues theme through this whole album. Yeah, music. This is Graham Nash on Wurlitzer. Okay. But Neil's guitar playing. You know who's playing hand drums here? What's, who's playing bongos is Ben Keith. God, the guy's awesome. It's man. incredible, dude. It's I, I, I wish I wrote down the time, but like this first solo, like in the middle of the song. And this is Crazy Horse uh, as far as the rhythm, rhythm section. section. Yeah. But. It's it's his finest guitar playing. Some of his finest guitar playing is in this song. He's trying to get his guitar here. I need a crowd of people. It's right after this, I think. I can't face the this is definitely like the most honey slides yeah. song. Like, um, it sends the message. It's it it just it sounds like he's alone, completely alone. Yeah, you know he's dealing with it alone. I keep wanting to turn it off, but then I don't. Yeah. You know, this is such a laying on my couch. Is this one of those old a cigarette lady song. sort of vibes where it takes you out of your skin a little? The when he's when he's playing guitar, right. yeah, during the solo, yeah. It just it totally just plays with my head. I don't it, mean I just really think it's it's beautiful playing. I don't mean this in a negative way, but this is definitely the bleakest song on the whole. Absolutely. Album. Yeah. Now imagine because we said Again, the cassette version here, the cassette version switched sides. So imagine start with starting the album with this song. That's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. I don't think it works. I don't think wow. it. But it's definitely setting the mood. <laughs> I mean, there's does, no other way you can set a mood. It so, would walk on would be so jarring. 
I think it would. It would wake you up. It would ruin your honey slide buzz. Totally. And I don't know if it's just because I've listened to it so many times the way that I have, that it is on Spotify or wherever, Mm -hmm. but it's when I tried to do that earlier this week, I I, I didn't like it. I I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't like starting it with this. I I like to ease into this because then by the time you get to this song, you're feeling every bit of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just laying on the couch. You're thinking about shit. You're thinking about how everything's yeah. meaningless. And he's he's singing and about he's and that again that that's the thing that comes up. It's like you know he's realizing that just it just means nothing. Yeah. Again, meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. And and you he, know. this is the one where he mentions that. I do love again, how that line is awesome. Right. I love how bluesy this is, but he doesn't call this song on the beach blues. Or but his like solos that. in this are so like very yeah, much awesome. like in the BB King style. Oh yeah. You Can know? I just want to really quickly go back to vampire blues because, uh, I forgot to mention that George Witzel plays the guitar. Oh, that's right. On that. I and he is that the too. original guitarist for the Rockets. Yeah. That he pushed. So out. yeah. Yeah. He so, stole the band. So Neil from, stole, yeah. you know, uh, he stole Ralph and, uh, Danny and everyone yeah. else. And fucking, um, why am I drawing a blank on the, the bass player's Billy. name? Billy. Yeah. Um, and then so fucking George was called, left yeah. in the dust. He said he thought it was a joke. Yeah. He said like he called him. It was like 2 a.m. And he said, hey, Neil, what, Neil wants you to come down to the studio and play guitar right now. He's like, yeah, right. And that's what Running Dry Requiem for the Rockets was about. Right. And uh, But anyway, it's just I just thought it was we should mention that. Yeah. And, and we, that he was that called up. And, and, uh, the, another funny thing was he and, went through the tune. It's and 15 minutes, is what it says. Yeah, like he, a, and he, then they di- and then Neil just like spliced together his re- rehearsal. Well, he tapes. he's like George went. All right, that was pretty good. You want to do a take? And he's like, oh, we just did one. Yeah, that right. was it. He yeah, used yeah, what yeah. he played. <laughs> he's okay. See you later. We did that on our Neil, last yeah. record. So we ha- because oh, right, Babe yeah. does most of um, he does a lot of vocals, but as far as like your first run through, he doesn't play a lot of main instruments. Um, so he would do our scratch vocals for all of us. I mean, he would just sing it so we could play to it, like, right. instrumentally. But he would just, for fun, he would play harp at the parts he was supposed to, and he just fucking killed it on almost every song. So we took most of it? his scratches are what we ended up using, even though we did, for a few of them, we, like, did a few extras just to see what it sounded like. But it, his first take just felt so good because he wasn't in recording mindset. He was right. just in do-your-own-shit right. mindset. Well, in a related note, that was Rusty Kershaw's thing. So in the studio, he would want to sit as close to Neil as possible. And it was because he felt a real, quote, real heavy vibe mm. coming off of Neil. Yeah. And he would, he apparently would be able to, he, him and Neil had such a connection where he would be able to figure out what direction Neil would go in before even hearing the song. Like, mm. not even learning the... You know, Neil would, like, play the song for people and then let's play. At least you'd have that, what Neil played in your brain. This right. is before Neil played anything for Rusty. Can and you Rusty ask, would... Can you, is Rusty on uh, Tonight's the Night? No. Okay, so he's only on this album. Right. To, yeah. on line, he's only listed once. He's on For Ambulance songs. Blues, but he's on, I know he's on Revolution Blues. But he's not listed in the fucking... Uh, in the album notes... 
but he writes the thing. He writes right. the fucking oh, liner he was, note thing. Oh, he was a big influence on the sessions. It's just sessions. funny to me that he's only... Yeah. <laughs> and he only plays fiddle, right? No, he plays slide guitar. Oh, I think play? on uh, one of the... Like on See the Sky About to Rain. Or... Dude, the dude ordered a case of Fritos. Neil fucking loved him. Yeah. Neil, <laughs> told, Neil did. Neil no, loved I'm not him. He told every member of Crosby, Stills, and Nash to go fuck themselves. He's only listed... He's only like given credit on the actual right. album on just a couple Ambulance of times Blues. well he was on it he was on another track too i believe he played slide guitar but um i he, wouldn't talk so shit about would, rusty right now he Russ, would man. motion pictures yeah that's it okay there you so go. he would he would i'm not talking shit dude he, 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 it was he funny. freaked out I neil because he would literally be able to play along with neil without even hearing the song and yeah. it freaked Neil out. He goes, how can you do that? And he'd always right. say, because you got a real heavy vibe coming off you, Neil. Yeah. You know, and, and so why was I talking about that? Jesus Christ. I didn't distract you this time. <laughs> the playing. You were talking about his playing, I think. <laughs> Wait, Shu, are you a time-traveling vampire? Um, no. <laughs> he is. Just a that, was, that was not a solid no. <laughs> I was just a, was well, just we were a talking fucking... About- Pothead who lost his place. <laughs> honey slides, even... man. <laughs> <laughs> we should have taken slides. some. Of this I know. John, really, you, probably would have been able you, to John, finish my thought. You told them you laced those Italian subs, right? Did you oh, tell Jesus them that? Jesus Christ! With Were there slides. mushrooms yeah. in those? Honey slides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, drizzled on top. <laughs> well, try to find it. But I want to. In the last episode, I had brought up the Jim Carrey quote, and I found the actual quote because I think it pertains to this song as well. Um, talking about on the beach. The actual quote is. Of Jim Qu- Jim Carrey, Jim I think Quarry. Jim Quarry. <laughs> I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of, so they can see that it's not the answer. That's right. that's the Jim Carrey quote, and I really feel like and to that I that's say actually, to Jim Carrey, okay, give me some of your right, money exactly. so I can try it. Yeah, out. I'll, why I agree, don't I try that yeah, myself? I'll try it too, and I'll report yeah. back to it's you. It's not really from Jim Carrey though; it's from The Grinch. <laughs> yes, sorry. It's one of the outtakes just when Pork he just gets all Grinch. existential to Cindy Lou <laughs> yes. Who. And they say no, Jim one- Carrey's heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the lines when he's talking to himself in the cave. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Shoe Shoe's voice is like two steps away from Jeffrey Tambor's. I just realized. Oh, Doesn't God. he kind of like a little oh, bit? Yeah. A little bit. The remote. <laughs> there, there's money in the banana stand. <laughs> there's always money in the banana stand. I'm not it at all. Mm. I fucked it's, it up. I, 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 I've watched all of Arrested Development, but I, my only Jeffrey Tambor is Muppets from Space. Muppets from Space. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, they, when the fucking bear goes, when he says, yeah, and he goes, can you get me? He's like, can you get me the remote or whatever? And then the bear goes, the goat? And then Jeffrey Tambor goes, the remote. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the best line of any Muppets movie. And later, and then later, the bear goes. All right, we're not gonna do Muppets in space. Yeah, we could do Arrested Development. But. Uh, shoot, that has that line you brought up earlier. Get out of town. Think I'll get out of town. Yeah. Get out of town. Think I'll get out of town. Head for the sticks with my bus and friends. I thought originally thought it was bussing friends, like, um, like taking them with. Yeah, them. but uh, but bus and friends. I follow the road. Though I don't know where it ends, get out of town. Think I'll get out of town, mm. and then it goes back to the because the world is turning. Um, I don't want to see it turn away. Right, turn it away feels from like, him. Yeah. Turn away. That's in what general. I get. Like I get fe- that too. Feels yeah. like he's losing touch. You so know, sort of back he's to in that this sort of for the turnstiles vibe, right? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And probably twofold. The the wor- I mean, the, the whole theme of the album is like the world. The '60s are done. The, like kind of that hope everyone had. Right. 
in the 60s is gone. Nixon, exactly. all the shit with Nixon yep. happened. Like Manson. Manson, the, wor- yep. the world is not what we thought it would right, be. The it's oil turning. companies, yeah. all this stuff. And it's, it's, I think that's, it's cool that he ended Time Fades Away with Last Dance, which is kind of yeah. like that. Which is like, this, this is the, the end of the hippie, hippie yeah. dream. And yeah. now here it is. This is the last of it. It's getting, it's getting tossed. It's going yeah. into the ocean. That's the biggest yeah. vibe I get from this song is that like... Yeah. The whole world is just kind of going going a way that I can't control anymore. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Blah, blah, it's blah. such a good song. Lyrically, it's just fucking amazing. Fucking Neil, man. Yeah, fucking I love it. Neil. We should uh, let's move on. Though. Motion yes, pictures. Motion pictures. Motion so his pictures. Uh, marriage to Carrie Snodgrass at this point was just pretty much in pieces. Over two. Yeah, he was. And then there was that weird story. I don't know if you guys read it about she went. She wanted to get away. She went to Hawaii, and then Neil wanted to see her so he went to hawaii and got to her hotel and some, like one of her friends said oh she's not here she went out on some boat well this is when he figured out she was fucking some, around right? with some guy well she claimed she wasn't that this guy the guy she went on the boat with wanted to fuck around on the boat and she didn't want to and demanded that he take her back to shore and it was so, jack nietzsche wasn't it? i don't know <laughs> she doesn't name him and i'm thinking maybe it is jack nietzsche but then niels finds out he's out with she's out with this guy so he goes to the hotel bar and gets completely obliterated, like blackout drunk, and then does an acoustic set in the hotel bar lounge that he doesn't remember. Neil did? Yeah. That's awesome. That people were telling him about, like, oh, you, you did a, like a surprise show in Hawaii. He's like, what are you talking about? That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so that, there was that whole mess. Yeah, there and, was an encore. You were sucking on people's necks, sucking the blood know, out of their right? necks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you disappeared and you came back dressed like a Roman. <laughs> it was so crazy. And you had some weird guy who thought he was an alligator right, yeah, around behind some you. Some big redneck dude that was like curled up at your uh, feet. <laughs> a freight truck with Fritos backed yeah, right no, into you're, the hotel. You're covered in Fritos. <laughs> uh, and then, like, apparently, so he was, they were just, she, he was just like, that's it, we're done. Yeah. And then she wanted to come back to the ranch and, uh, and try to talk it out with him. And everybody was still at the ranch trying to record. And she, he heard she was coming back, so he said, everybody's got to split. Well, Rusty Kershaw and his wife had no way of leaving. So apparently, he said, I don't want to be around for this. If you don't find me a way out of here, I'm going to burn down the barn. Rusty said that? Right. So, and people were like, and, 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 and people were like, we don't know if he's kidding or not for good reason because the guy's like out of his friggin' mind. So they got one of Neil's old fucking cars and they packed all his shit in there, like all his instruments and everything. And so they were like literally packed into this car. And he, he was a fat, big, fat guy. So, like, he was super uncomfortable, and he said, fuck this. I'm going to get me out of this car. I'm just going to go back and burn down the goddamn barn. <laughs> but they finally got him out of there. But, yeah, then she came back, and they tried to hash it out, and it just didn't I also happen. love, why is that option two? You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a, there, when, he, when he showed up for the sessions, another great story is he had been up for allegedly six days straight, according to his wife. And so, like, it was, like, day three of the sunset sound sessions and he was he was starting to pass out the last thing he did before he passed out for two days was wrote a wrote a note and stuck it on his door and the note just said don't (laughs) one word (laughs) and nobody knew what it meant even he did like wasn't sure what it meant he just wrote don't 
put it up on the door. <laughs> I fucking love this the guys, guy. The guy's fucking crazy. Holy man. shit, it's do like, I love it's this like guy. The, it's like the scene from Dumb and Dumber where the, with the, uh, the, what is it, the AC repair. They they leave. He, they the leave, gas man. The gas yeah, man. the gas yeah. man. That's right. And he's like, how do they know I had gas? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's right. Dude, fucking these rusty stories. Oh, yeah, so he's amazing. Good. They're like yeah. filling yeah. my heart up. Yeah, he's. I love he, this guy. Well, apparently he works with him again, but not for. It's, it's like twenty years <laughs> later. Imagine if you guys the were guy's over still here. alive. If you guys came over to record an episode, and then I'm like, "Hey, actually, it's not a good time. I'm uh, kind of having a fight with my wife, and she's about to come home." And then two of you left, and then she was like, I'm "Yeah, burned. <laughs> I don't have a car, so guess I'm gonna burn your house down." <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you right. jump to that? Yeah, why? It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and also, even if it is. Walks and like what, there's thirty <laughs> other steps before I'm gonna. Br- and you also, can, what you is can it? slither like a snake. <laughs> Move or along, Rusty. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? We should. So if we're on motion pictures, we should. We should definitely talk about Carrie because this song is literally in parentheses yeah. for Carrie. Right. That's why um, I mentioned that. And that he was, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was. It was kaputs. You guys probably know about this because it's in shaky, I guess. But someone wrote here on this the site I brought up earlier. I think it's called songfacts.com. Um, what's interesting about motion pictures is that it was written before Young uncovered the affairs, and then uh, wait. So there were affairs, <laughs> or were just alleged ones? No, um, apparently there were. And then, but it says, but in hindsight, Young feels the song is marked by his subconscious. So again, time traveling, fucking vampire, <laughs> uh, Neil here, knowing that something was going on. In the book Shaky, Young states that the song was written before I knew when I could sense. And then another thing here, too, because I, I was defending Neil in the, in the Time Fades Away thing about him being a dick because of, like, the death of Danny and all the shit that was going on. And I was saying, yeah, but, I mean, there was a lot of shit going on. But I'm not going to defend him here because – but he, he – again, in, in a cool Neil way, he sort of doesn't – he doesn't backtrack. He does say, I was an ass. He says – so it says here, after many rocky moments in the relationship, Young finally left for good when he found out, which is what you were talking about here, Shu, I think – uh, left for good when he found out Snodgrass was screwing around on him. And then it, it references uh, Shaky, the book. It says, he takes a mature, reflective look at his event, admitting that his rage and grief was somewhat absurd, considering he himself was screwing around right. quite yeah. a bit. So Neil does say, that was kind of fucking stupid of me. I was also, right. you know, it was the yeah. 70s, it was the 60s, 70s. Like, right, yeah. There everybody was screwing around, but yet and, he yeah. was mad at her for screwing around. And yeah. so. And she gave up her career. Yeah, because raise, we, we should talk about Zeke. Son, yeah, Zeke. Zeke who has yeah. cerebral palsy, which is what Neil had. And no, no, Neil, oh, he had sorry, polio. Neil had polio. Yeah, right, right, sorry, right. but but their son severely uh, handicapped. Yeah, yeah. And she, who he took on tour with him, like yeah, I think he still does every once in a while. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So. And not to br- to bring up trans again, which I haven't the done album. in a long time. But yeah, that when we get to if we if we get to trans, but trans. <laughs> That's you know what I what I read into it was that was about uh, a way for technology to communicate with people who had trouble who had disabilities where it was hard for them to communicate. So it was kind of about oh wow trying to find a way to help his son communicate with the world, you know. Yes. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, I get trans a little more. Right. That's why I always say I'm not but you sure still if don't I like, like landing on water. No, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great meme on that, by the way. Like yeah. my, my favorite line, and I, I know this song is pretty specifically... This is kind of a, a good, beautiful 
it is breakup a, I, song. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. A, it's a really yeah, my it's favorite, really beautiful song. song. My favorite line, and I'm not gonna expand on it because I don't really have anything. I just love it. Is I love when he says, "I hear the mountains are doing fine." I just love that line. Yeah, it's great, and it's just kind of in this whole like. That, again, I think that's like. Yeah, but it really doesn't matter in the end. Yeah, yeah. well, I was I was literally just like going to say the mountains are doing fine. They're going to be there. I was just going to say well we come back time. to meaninglessness, right? In yeah. this song, especially as much as this is definitely yes for Carrie, but in that same Neil fashion, it's about other tons of other things. When when he says the line, um, "Well, all those headlines they just bore me now." Yeah. that's another line in here too. Yeah, that's another uh, John, your meme about the fame and money success thing. Yeah with the Rick and Morty thing and Neil being in the middle sort of like, uh, you know, it, again, it's that, oh, it's that success. Me- uh, yeah. You know, it's not all it's cracked up. It's to that, be. it's oh, that, geez, it's, rusty. it's <laughs> that meaninglessness thing, right? It's, oh, shut up, shut up, Neil. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. At least take yeah. the sex, Morty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's that same, uh, Mike, what you just said, that meaningless comes back here. Right. Um, with, with the fame, the success that, the headlines, they bore me. The mountains are fine, though, right? Yeah, you know, I love it's, that. It's yeah. so cool. It's the contrast there's there. Because right, they'll of... be here like past Nixon when I die. Yeah. When Nixon right. dies, still gonna when be the here. wars are over and humans are gone, the mountains are still going to be Which is funny because then after the gold rush, it was supposed to be a soundtrack to a movie about literally the mountains crumbling. The mountains crumbling. falling in the <laughs> ocean, <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is uh, slide guitar here is rusty. Yeah. Uh, ben is on bass in this one. Okay. Um, and then... Ralph is Ralph Molina of Crazy Horses playing the hand drums in this. What a perfect combination of different <clears throat> yeah people too oh, for this, this whole one, album. Totally, I agree. It's awesome. And Al Schmidt is this is one of his produced ones. Oh, so he let his name be put on this. Yeah. One. Yes. Wow. Um, Must have been because he he used the the vocal mix that actually went through the microphone into the. <laughs> yeah. So you know? I'm I'm curious here. Can you play I the just. Uh, is the riff in this, is that rusty? Is that... That must be rusty, yeah. right, on slide? I yeah. love that riff. And I love the way Neil and, and him interact harp-wise on that. Neil's acoustic sounds great. Neil's voice sounds great. He goes deep right here, here in this song. Right here. It's sort of Grateful Dead-ish, yeah. but I really dig that. Well, Rusty Kershaw's had played with tons of different country and western and blues artists really love that yeah. riff this song luke makes me it reminds me i don't know it, it, i always think of babe with this song it's got oh, like I can a see grateful that. dead sort of yeah uh, babe with this would babe would write this song and I it's like. yeah it's really it, the harmonica is really nice in it too um it's awesome it's can just i, I just want to read ahead, the line sure. i like that's so neil's well, all those people, they think they got it made, but I wouldn't yeah, buy, was, yes. sell, borrow, or trade anything I have to be like one of them. I'd rather start all over I again. I love the way he sings that, though. I, I wish we could. It, yeah, he goes, all over yeah, again. Yeah, he he goes, gets really emphasizes it. all over again. He's like, yeah, he really goes down with it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. There's like a vocal effect. There's a buzz in this song, too. It's the honey slides. It's the honey slides. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, it's just, it's yeah. I don't know. It's a great song. I like it. I'd rather spend more time on ambulance blues. Let's yeah. hit ambulance blues because we're really as far as lyrics. Yeah. I, it is funny. I mean, we're coming on fucking two and a half hours now, and I feel like we're gonna spend some time on ambulance blues. When Jesus I first Christ. envisioned this podcast, I thought it would maybe be forty-five minutes. I'll be like, you know, we'll be like, yeah, I like this album. It was well, good. Wait till we get to like Letter Home. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I am Chrome Dreams too. I do keep and, waiting uh, to for me to not enjoy. The, 
We're still so early on, man. It, it's true. We're gonna we're gonna get into some dark water. So I I have another podcast some I'm probably gonna be doing like in the fall. Waters. It's called Juggalo Curious. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where I'm, we're gonna go through every ICP album. Oh my in god. Order. So you're gonna be listening to Neil and ICP. Yeah. Yeah. So, at the same Miracles. Time. So I did. their best song. Miracles. <laughs> Listen. Do you know how magnets work? Yeah. All right. Then fuck you. All right. <laughs> it's a fucking miracle, man. <laughs> but, but so I was going through their dis- discography, and I was like, you know what? I'll just dip into the first one, Carnival of Carnage, for like yeah. just to try it out, and yeah, it man. is not good. Yeah. Like, sponsored by Fago. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Fago, but not just a, a beverage, but also do- a body wash. <laughs> <laughs> I will say they have a couple bangers. Three rings. It still it still kicks ass. Anyway, uh, chicken hunting. Luke, who's complaining <laughs> about this podcast being too long now, just all of a sudden starts it's talking. I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, I see. Say ambulance what, blues. Say what you want about ICP, but they just talk about killing rednecks and fucking drinking Fago. So, <laughs> ambulance blues. All right, ambulance blues. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it all unravels. Love this folky guitar, and then right into that first line. So yeah. this is way different than what I was listening to. Really? Because like I said, he was playing this with like a like a banjo, a, a guitar tr- uh, tune banjo. Oh wow! And it was sounded awesome. That would sound sick. Yeah. I love this song. The air was magic when we played. Every fucking line of this song is yeah. good. What is there, like 19 verses? You know the, what makes this song for me just is, under nine minutes long. is uh, Rusty's Fiddle. I was going to oh, say yeah, that. I'm going to try to get there right Because I, I mentioned this when we did Everybody Knows This Is uh, Nowhere. Dude, that fiddle, droning fiddle. I like this better. Why isn't it? I don't know. I don't hear it either. You can kind of hear it. Yeah. Rusty, Rusty wasn't close enough to Neil. Well, if you can hear it in the car and in headphones and shit. Oh, yeah. That's weird. No, it's, really if loud. That's the yeah. first, if that's the first one, right then it, it gets louder. It gets, it gets louder. louder. The last one is really loud. But that contrast between the harp and that, this song is just, it's gorgeous. It's like the, I love the last trip to Tulsa, but this is like. Makes more sense. It makes more sense. It's like the, the. This this the is this better dimension version of that. This that over sense. trip to Tulsa for me, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still love last trip to Tulsa. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this one is just it's just the lyrics make a little more sense. Again, he's got that sort of deeper range in this song. He goes mm-hmm. deep with it. I like that range for him sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's my nice. favorite thing uh, on. I, I did dip a little bit into Reddit just when I was looking up this song. As someone said, I love Ambulance Blues, but what is the meaning of the song? And someone just put the quote, it's hard to say the meaning yeah. of this song. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Very good. Which is a line from the song. Right. It's great. Um, I, every verse to me is good. I don't get tired of any of them. And then in between, it doesn't feel old. It doesn't feel draggy. It's, it's just, I love where he starts. And then when it goes to that part and where it's it's either the harp and the fiddle or with that first verse where he sings oh Isabella which i heard is a reference to um where he grew up yeah it Isabella was a, street it was a, a building that he lived in yeah, i think there, when, and, he was, when he was there's a bunch of references folk, in this song he was yes. playing folk gigs and At, um, it, it, yeah. and so he lived there and that was like where a bunch of and other he mentions to which was toronto yeah yeah, but um, speaking of lyrics, so this is another one of those past journey through the past. Right. This is yeah, it's like it, it was simpler back then. But why? You know. Why don't you like the song? Because he does say 
Shoe ain't happy. I was going to mention the shoe <laughs> thing, dude. I knew you were. That's why I beat you. Because I know he's asshole. a fucking vampire, and he knows I know. <laughs> Your kids must know, too, because he's a shoe ain't happy, and neither are the kids. <laughs> so so I thought of that every time I heard that line. I'm like, I'm going to make a dumb I, joke I know, about this. I know, dude. I was, too. I was going to mention it and talk about Mother Goose and shit. I had a whole thing, but you fucking blew it. All right, go ahead. Do no, your take. No, it's done. She was not happy with it. Yeah, so who is shoe? Yeah. It's Mother it's, Goose. That's where she lives, in a oh, shoe. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, yeah. there's an old lady who lives in a shoe. Is it Mother Goose? I'm pretty sure it is. No, no. It's the old lady who lives in a shoe. Yeah. Mother Goose writes the rhymes. Right. With Jay-Z uh, and so Jack the Nietzsche. Shoe, the sh- well, then the shoe isn't happy. Neither are the kids. So Haven't you guys seen he's Babes? Really pers- you-, you know what? He's personifying structures here. And that's... Uh, Haven't you guys seen Babes in Toyland? Well, the, yeah, <laughs> yes. Which, in my other podcast that I'm doing... Little reference, <laughs> my babes in Toyland podcast. No, but he's that with that whole line. What does he say? Mother Goose, she's in the skids or something like that. Yeah. She, she ain't happy. She ain't on... happy. Neither are the kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe that just means it's not a happy home. Isn't this the? Is this the one right after they say sickness gone? I guess I'll call it sickness gone, or is that later? That's right after that. Yeah, and then then Neil comes in again, references Joe Yankee with an electric tambourine. Uh, really, electric tambourine. Again, he's listed as Joe Yankee, but it's just, it's cool. It's like he's basically just dropping it. The way the tambourine, it's just like, it sounds like he's just fucking dropping it on the floor. And it's sort of out of time. Again, yeah. honey slide, you know? It's, yeah. I, know he, I know every line is good, but if you had to pick a favorite, like, one line from oh, this shit. song, what would it be? I'm, I'm know, curious because I have mine. I want to ask you guys what you think with your stomach pump. And your hook and ladder dreams I, I, means, and then that's where he talks about we'll do some, we'll get together, we'll do some scenes. Yeah, that's I think like an ambulance can only go so fast. I think he's talking about Hollywood. He's talking about that lifestyle. That I feel like I know what your favorite is: the pissing in the wind. It is pissing in the wind. Yeah, I fucking love that. That's so that, good. Wasn't that uh, something the producer told them or something? Elliot uh, Elliot yeah. Roberts, the manager, said yeah. that that's what. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young was all about. And that's why I liked him, though, because he would just say shit that no one else would. Yeah, he was one of those guys like Briggs and, and, and Jack a- Nietzsche. Apparently, the I never knew a man could tell so many about lines. Nixon. Nixon, yeah, you yeah. Saw, I saw that, too. That's what I mean. The songs, And then you guys saw the All Along the Navajo Trail was an actual film. Did you no, guys I didn't that? know that. Yeah, it's, there was an actual film, a 1945 film, All Along the Navajo Trail. I didn't know that at all. Uh, which featured a song of the same name. It was about an undercover U.S. Marshal posing as a travel po- uh, traveling poet who uh, has to stop a group of villains trying to take over a family farm in order to run an oil. So uh, there you go, oil pipeline through it, which is still... Oh, Neil was the only right. one who was allowed at Standing Rock right? and played... And this is about pushing the farmer out of the way to yeah, make, yeah, to make for way oil. for oil. Yeah. It's again. That's a young yep. theme, right? Um, it's all about yeah. The little guy getting screwed over. That there's a big part of that there. I like this too. The ambulance can only go so fast. It's, uh, yeah. It's easy to get buried in the past yeah. when you try to make a good thing last. That Is that also sort of shoe that reference to like harvest time fades away sort of thing? Danny Witten. Is that like? Do you think that's sort of the vibe here? I think the song. I don't know. I think the song when he says the, the, it's hard to say the meaning of the song. I think what he. I think this. He's just got so many thoughts in his head, yeah. and he's found a way to somehow encapsulate all of them. Yeah. And it and somehow tie them together. Like there's no one. 
each verse kind of hits on a different thing that's important to him. Like, I feel like she would, that, that thing about the stomach pumps, I feel like he's referencing, like, Hollywood lifestyle, how it doesn't really give a shit about you and how if you... You're going to end up... This is where you're going to end up. Stomach pumps and, yeah. and, you know, the fire department coming. And right. And then even he ends it, well, maybe we'll get together and do some scenes. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like... That, L.A. Uh, yeah, that L.A. fucking shit. Talking about the Navajo thing, everyone knows how important that is to Neil. But they're all just pissing in the wind. It's meaningless. Right. Yeah, there's the meaningless. Yeah. I love that yeah. shit. What, what's, do, you have the, do you have the lyrics up right now? What's the well, that I'm exact... I'm up in T.O., which is Toronto, keeping Jive alive, and out on the corner... It's half past five, but the subways are empty, and so are the cafes, except for the farmer's market. And I can still hear him say, you're all just pissing in the wind. You don't know it, but you are. And there ain't nothing nothing like like a friend friend who can tell you you're just pissing in the wind. That's the line. There ain't nothing like a friend who can can tell tell you you're just pissing pissing in the wind. wind. Didn't he dedicate this album to Elliot Roberts? I believe so. Yes. Is that on there? Says, is that definitely the friend? Is that uh? It says dedicated to Elliot Roberts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's what this that is line also is one from. of the ones produced by Schmidt. But that's what I mean. Like right. each verse is kind of different. He's he starts off talking about the old folky days, and he's talking about kind of every part of his life, present and past, and possibly future. And he yeah, kind of really totally. sums it up really well. And then he ends with that line: "And there ain't nothing like a friend who can tell you you're just pissing yeah, in the wind." Exactly, right. and that's why I, I think I am gonna say that the meaninglessness would be would be the theme for this album because you end there with yeah. that right and I, and uh, go ahead sorry no i'm just gonna read um we got a facebook message from uh john Locke from from, from lost, lost? Cool. yep <laughs> um but he said just finished listening to your time fades away episode after listening to that record countless times during the past 20 years it's firmly in my number two slot for neil and i can't wait to hear your thoughts on my number one record on the beach, Ambulance Blues, just might be his best song. Not an opinion, but a fact. A lot of people said that. It's like a, great a lot of critics song, said man. that that was Does, like his finest recorded moment. I think I read. Does that this somewhere. give you an out of body sort of vibe or no? Nah, not so much. Although it it it's um, like it it totally like rivets me. I mean, I'm totally I like feel, attached I to the feel song. The I'm room to the story. in this one as well. I feel. I really like that range too, the, the deepness he's singing here. Like I, I mean, literally the range is deep in the, in a lot of parts as well. It 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 fucks me up in that sort of way. You should listen to this version too. Yeah, John. it's not as defiant as like "Don't Be Denied," right? right. You know, but it has that same kind of his acoustic theme sounds to great the story. Too. Yes, you know? yeah. I read um on a just tagging onto that keep going back to shaky but everyone should read shaky it's so it is it is a good read read. i mean it's an entertaining read but i'm at the part where neil's kind of talking about i think he references this in some speech he gave at the rock and roll hall of fame fame at the rock and roll hall of fame when he he gave a speech when they inducted woody guthrie but he was talking about how growing up always he had such a soft spot not a soft spot but like he loved dylan in like that like kind of folk scene and like just acoustic guitar, real soft-spoken coffee house, but also he could like he always saw himself there being was magic the, in the air, being the guy who got on his knees and just ripped the fucking got, shit out of an electric guitar. <laughs> but like, and he <laughs> just he's always been not torn, but wanted both of these. Right. And I yeah, feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like he's he's already at this point he's accomplished that at this point yeah. in. 
the thing. And I think this might be of his more acoustic sounding songs. I think this might be my favorite one. I don't know. Well, we talked about last trip to Tulsa, right? And to what you were just saying, Luke, the song starts with back in the old folky days and then being there was magic in the air when we played and stuff. And then it ends with, well, I'm up in T.O. keeping Jive alive. Right. And then in Last Trip to Tulsa, he talks about... Keeping managers alive. But something uh, about yeah. Jive. Uh, he does say something, yeah. Can someone pull that up for me while I make my point? He references Jive again in... La- uh, not again, but in the beginning in Last Trip to Tulsa. Not in the beginning of the song, just mean in the beginning of his career. Solo career. He talks about Jive somewhere in Last Trip to Tulsa. But he, I think I think you're right, Luke, because I think he is saying I want both. I want that that folky magic in the air, acoustic, Guthrie yeah. fuck it's, fascism he says, thing, and I also want to do it in a in a jive. It's in the same uh, line. Well, I used to be a folk singer, keeping managers alive. When you saw me on a corner and told me I was told jive. me I was jive. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And did you guys happen to listen to? Because I read about. Um, I'm going to say this guy's name wrong. The uh, Bert Janch. Bert Janch. Janch. Right. And he said he Needle like of- Neil Young was a huge fan of him. He's like an English folk singer. Yeah. And he wrote this song, Needle of Death. Yeah. Um, which is like, I listened to that song and it's super, like, you can tell like need- the needle and the damage done, like theme wise kind of came off of that song. But apparently the the melody for this song, Ambulance Blues, came heavily off of Needle of Death. Oh, from Bert Yanch? Yeah. 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 Um, Neil's it, a huge fan of his. It, and in fact, I think Bert Yanch's last tour was a, opening yeah. for Neil here in the United States. Really? Yeah. It's just a, it's so sad and like heart wrenching listening to the words to this song. Neil considered him to be one of the best guitar players. I've never heard he, this he at all. It, he it's called really him the Jimi Hendrix of the acoustic yeah. guitar. Yeah. Really? That's what Neil yeah. said about Super this Super folk. But I like it when things go This is each day. English folk. It's yeah. a good example of English folk. Fix your mind to escape your misery. Just wait yeah, for the like needle line to Your troubled young life had made you turn right to a needle of death. Never heard this. It's good. I like this a lot. I won't play it, but I'm. I'm it's seeing, almost got sort of a Nick Drake vibe-ish. Too. Yeah, very much. Yeah. I'm not gonna play it now, but I'm seeing Neil covered it. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, like like he said, it's he. The quote is he literally calls him like the Jimi Hendrix yeah. of like the acoustic guitar. Wow. I love this album. <clears throat> this album's awesome. It's might be my favorite Neil album. It really might be, and and it's uh, one of my favorite albums of all time. It's my number two right now after li- like <clears throat> e- extensively listening to his first five before this. This is fucked up of me to do now that we're past like the really good albums, but I'm doing a thing right now, and I'm taking a fucking bogey or whatever, and I'm not cutting a song. You can't. Wow. I'm not doing one. I'm not cutting one. You got to cut one. No, I'm not then, cutting one. And then we get to it. we get to cut one for you. No. Okay, Fine, we're gonna go ahead. Cut one for me, but I'm, I'm cutting for I'm cutting for the for the trials. No! Yep. <laughs> then you're gonna have to make a decision. Then Fine, listen, I'll cut one. <laughs> Assholes. Um, do you want to just hop into the top three right now? Then do you have someone had anything else on? Uh... No, I'm good with that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you want to do? T- you want to start? I'll go. I'll go. Mine are my three is Revolution Blues, um, which 
Do you think, I don't know, I know Neil was a big Beatles fan, but I don't know when their song When Revolution came out. Do you think this is some kind of a response or like his oh, version of that? that's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. You say you want a revolution. Because that one has kind of When you talk about death vibe. and destruction. And, and you know. Neil doesn't even say revolution in the song. No, he doesn't. Yeah. It's just about Manson pretty much. Yeah. Which who has a anyway, but that's my three. My and it no, has a Beatles tie-in. Yeah, that's a good point. My two is Walk On. I fucking love that song. Oh wow, really? Yep. Wow. And uh, my one is Ambulance. I love Ambulance Blues. Hmm. Go ahead, Shu. Let me go. All right, my number three is. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, I gotta say, um, On the Beach. Mm. That, that, that's, that's my number that's three. That's my tie. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's my number three. My number two is. Uh, Revolution Blue is my number one is for the turnstiles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dude, so yep. basically mine's the same, except instead my number three is Ambulance Blues. Wow. And then my number two is Revolution Blues, and my number one is for the turnstiles. Wow. But my tie was on the beach. Did you do one, Very Johnny? Close. Um, you just had the same as his, right, except what was your third? Um, Revolution? Th- uh, on the beach. On the beach. Oh, okay. So, no, um, Revolution is my three. Um, ambulance is my two. And for the turnstiles is my one. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I definitely so, that wasn't even on my top. That was almost my cut one. Just for the turnstiles. Yeah. No. And the thing is, yeah. though, the oh thing is, you I just do. want to start a fight with you. No, brother. I swear, it you just, would not cut for the turnstiles. It's, it was. I, I ended up with uh, see the sky. All right, turn it off. I, <laughs> I do have to like say that like <laughs> walk on is a hard done. tie for third for me almost. It's just a great like, tune. It, it's a toss up between revolution and walk on. What would you cut? Oh, easy vampire. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just didn't do it for me. But, like, again, it is, out of all the songs, they're all great. Yeah. And it would, you know, I wouldn't, I'd want to pull a Russ and not cut a song. I don't think any of us would. This is a pretty consistent album. I could go without listening to Vampire. That wouldn't, wouldn't kill me. I think Vampire might be my number four. I really like that. But after listening to that, the droning guitar part again, I might even have to rethink that because that's it's such a bad Oh, no, I'm sorry. On the Beach bad, is my number Every song on this, on this record yeah. that I can't, it's like I fucking I think, I, no, On the Beach would be my four. Vampire. That's why this is my favorite album because with After the Gold Rush, I can cut shit. So I think. With this, I can't. I, I almost said, I almost said for the turnstiles would be for my cut, cut. For my cut. That's yeah. insane. It's not that's insane. It's just insane. a personal preference thing, but I ended up no, going guys, with. Can we agree that's insane? Hey, that's what Luke wants to cut. No, shoot, come that's on. That's what it's about. <laughs> I disagree, <laughs> sure, but you know, I'm not going to be a fucking fascist about it. <laughs> that's a good point. Go carve a fucking swastika. Whatever, <laughs> man. I'm taking it back. He's taking it back. Uh, no, I ended up going with uh, probably see this guy. That was, that's my that was cut my too. One, that was the one, but yeah. I'm like, leave ones on drums. And I love uh, it. Yeah, I think that's again. I agree with you, Russ. All these songs are uh, really this, good. I, just, I, I don't uh, want to cut one, but that's either. the one I cut. Russ, that Neil's be, not going to take it personally. Play the no, fucking dude. game. <laughs> <laughs> that it's tough because that one was stuck in my head the Russ, other day. It too. doesn't mean you hate the song. It's just if you had to pick, no one's going to no, take it personally. I'm not doing it. You have to pick I'm not one. Doing it. All right, we get to pick four. No, let's see this guy then. Fine. Come on, you heard oh, it here. So Russ he hates, hates Levon. See this guy. He, he hates, hates Levon. Levon Helms. This is what I mean. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Wow, Levon's gonna be no, because Revolution <laughs> Blues is my number two. Great. See, no. Fuck you, you guys. Don't like Levon Turn it off. Helm. You don't like Levon Helms. All right. If All we right. finish in the next minute, we'll be under three hours. Oh my God. All right. All well, right, thank you, you for listening to Long. We love you, but but you have to play Shoes Porn Story at the end. No, no. Yeah. Just let me get all the social media and stuff out of the way. So thank you for listening to Long. May you young. Find us uh, our Facebook page uh, under Long May You Young. You, we are at Long May You Young under Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're 
always posting in the Neil Young subreddit. If you want to find out some more info there, you want to get involved in some of the conversations. Thanks for the folks who paid us many compliments there. Yep. And on Twitter and, and all the other social media, we really appreciate you guys listening. So ton of new you. Facebook people. It's been the yeah. Thank you very much good, for checking uh, us response. out. Yeah, and please like you know leave us a message. You know. Post some interesting Neil stuff, you know. Leave us a voice message if you listen on Anchor. You can leave us a voice message or iTunes. You can or, leave us a voice message right. there. Or Just put the link. We'd love for you to get involved in this and uh, and let us know if we're full of shit because we most definitely are. Make artwork, make memes like John does. Yeah, make some artwork. We love some those. great memes. Um, and if you are a rock climber, go to what is it? Metro Rock? No, wrong one. Damn Central it. Rock Gym. Central Rock Gym in Worcester, and see John yeah. and tell him you love Neil Young, and he'll give you a dollar off. Right. Get an Italian yeah. sub at Verona's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. It stinks. <laughs> Because I'm really deaf. Check. You, you Hello. Hello. Are, you guys are pretty cranked. Can you turn me What up? did it say in the meme? Mike Chu's succulent radio voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> check, check. Mike Chu. Hello, oh. checky chocolate. Oh, was she a great chew. big fat person? Was she a good big fat person? Oh, yeah. Like, fuck me. Fuck me so hard. <laughs> I, um, I like, watched that with my, my daughter recently. Did Silence you? of the Lambs? She's really into horror movies. Oh, okay. Oh, and she's been watching some, and some are really bad. And some, like, I watched one with her last night called Winchester, which was actually pretty good. Hmm. Um, it's about the most haunted, supposedly the most haunted house in the United States. It, it was owned by the daughter of the Winchester gun family. Huh. Uh, she controlled. Oh, I've the heard. For yeah, I heard of that. And supposedly that. she, yep. she, all the ghosts that were killed by the Winchester guns come to her to haunt her, and she traps them in the house. Oh wow! It's really crazy. Yeah, but um, I said, you want to talk? You want to watch a really crazy movie? <laughs> that for her, she was, she was blown away. I've never seen it or heard of it. What Silence of the Lambs? No. Oh, Winchester. Winchester. Yeah, that's actually worth checking out. It's really good. Helen Mirren's in it. I'll check it out. And um, it's a good story. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, though, is just a fucking classic. That is, yeah. There's really not too much that's bad about that movie at all. Yeah. Isn't it fun watching adult movies with your children? Fin- like, finally no, oh, getting wait, to do it. I should rephrase that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't it great watching porn with your kids? It is. You know, being a Trekkie, I exposed her to sex trek the next penetration, <laughs> and she really enjoyed that. Oh, God, please don't put that on the podcast. That's how we're starting it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 